Hello and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And we're here. Oh, man. <laughs> we're Woo! here to talk about... Let's get tense. The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Episode 9. We're talking yeah. about it. We got opinions. We we're got terrified. a show. I'm not. Let's do this. So <laughs> you said we're gonna lose all of our listeners. You're yes. not scared of that? No, no. Not <laughs> at all. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. We had fun, didn't we? You know? Yeah. I lasted way longer as co host than I expected when you brought me yeah. on. It's all gravy from here. <laughs> oh man. So from the top, I think I think there needs to be a little bit of a disclaimer. Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost. We're probably going to get kind of passionate, guys. I don't yeah. know what's about to be said. Savannah doesn't have show notes. Yeah. 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 So I think if I had written show notes, they would have been like 59 pages long. Probably. Which so would I just be a had to cut that time. out completely. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nip it in the bud. And yeah. so that's probably going to happen. We might get a little tense. We might get a little passionate. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we're probably, and by we, I mean me. I'm probably going to contradict myself because I'm still kind of figuring stuff out. It's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot. it's a lot to process. Also, anything that we are about to say is not personally directed at anybody. Yeah. That's an important thing to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. If you disagree, that's okay. If yeah. you if you agree, that is also okay. We're about to disagree. So we're all oh, we're good. about to disagree so hard right now. Yeah, it's um, all good. So just, you know, keep that in mind as as we as we do this, um, th tension seems to be pretty high, Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> Here's something important to note. I was yeah. telling Brian that yesterday I watched uh, the Last Jedi commentary with Ryan Johnson, and I was yep. like, wow, I'm really enjoying this. Like, I'm really, really, really enjoying this. And if oh, we boy. had flipped back to our you know, first discussion about The Last Jedi, I did not enjoy that movie. And my thoughts have changed a lot. I still don't love it, but I enjoyed mm -hmm. it, and I enjoy rewatching it now. Mm -hmm. So everything we say here could potentially change in the future, but this is just how we're feeling now. And yep. I'm not happy, but... <laughs> 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 yeah. But whatever. It's, life goes on. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. I've been extremely heated over the last few weeks about this movie, which is why we took a while to even discuss wanting to talk about it on the show yep but i'm in a really good mood today and i'm just like you know i i'm sure i'm gonna get heated in this discussion as we get further into definitely. it but for now i'm feeling good and i'm gonna try to keep a level head but we know that isn't gonna happen at the end of the day it's a movie <laughs> and well i mean it's a really important movie to a lot of people it's but... a very important movie no i yes. totally agree but in my life I'm able to step back right now. I wasn't able to do this a couple weeks ago, but right now I'm able right. to step back and say, hey, this is a movie I saw. I got a lot of other things going on in my life that are way more deserving of my energy and, you know, thought process and all of that. So it's very mature of you. It's uh, yeah. it, it's whatever. It's yeah. Like, it's I, a thing. We can't it, fix this uh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I, so. uh, oh boy. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like we can't fix it. I'm saying it, it is what it is. We can't. It exists, you know? It That's exists. right. We it's can't change canon. it now. We can't change it. We can't. That's right. Erase it from our memory. Also true. I was maybe talking to Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers about getting hypnotized so we can all erase it, but whatever. 
boy. But yeah, right anyways, top, if you, huh? whether or not you disagree or agree with us, we are going to have a lot of different thoughts. Yep. None of this is negatively fueled at anyone. Um, yes. And it's not we, personal. you guys know, if you've been listening to us for a long time, you know that we respect, you know, all Star Wars fans that talk about yep. these movies in a civil matter. Yep. And we respect everybody's opinions. That's right. And if you hate anything we say, at Savannah Kiefer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Savannah Kiefer. You will find me there. Yep. So send all the mean stuff there. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. But let's first. do this. But first. <laughs> let's but start wait. With, there's more. Let's start with... Uh, your experience going into the movie, your expectations, your excitement, your everything. How did you feel leading up to the movie? Uh, excited, hesitantly so, uh, but excited. I mean, there's a show about it. Uh, we, this is the last one, as it was uh, promoted. I was excited to see what they were going to do. I took my own advice and tapered my expectations as best I could. Um. Because I was like, there's no way that they're going to be able to do this because it is a crazy thing to try to undertake. I was I was excited a little more so because I had, you know, like a week and a half beforehand gone to that press event. So I got to talk to Chris Terrio and Michelle Rejuan and stuff. And like getting to meet them and talk to them uh, made me want to like this movie even more. Because they seem like genuinely good people. Um, so I went in with kind of that. Like, oh, you know what? Cool. Like, I didn't go in with crossed arms. You know, being mm-hmm. like, impress me. I was more like, how are they possibly going to do this? Um, so that's kind of that's kind of what I went in for. I was, I was excited. I was nervous. Um, I was interested. I guess is probably the best word for it. Um, how about you? Well... Did you get spoiled for anything? Let's address I did that. not. I did not. Well, you got no. You got mildly I got, spoiled. For I got sim. I got semi spoiled for. So here's the thing. I'm really good at guessing, right? Um, which has come back and bit me more times than not in my real life. Um, I don't know why my brain works this way, but like with the smallest bit of information, my brain is just like it's that, and I don't know why. It's just it is like it sucks around Christmas. Because I'd be like, hey, so, you know, jokingly, like, hey, what'd you get me? They're like, well, I went to the store. I'm like, the store. All right, when you say the store, you probably mean this. And then you got that. And like, oh, is it this? And they're like, oh, my God, yes. How? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. My brain was just like, bing, this is the answer. Um, so going in, like, I got no major spoilers, except the day before, I believe, uh, somebody mentioned, like, something about... Uh, there's something online, there's a spoiler, and the word Raylo was mentioned. I was like, huh, okay, if it's a spoiler and they're mad, it's Raylo. Oh, okay, there's probably a Raylo moment. Yeah, they probably get together. Okay, okay. So like that. That's that's that what I it. had. Yeah, that was it. Somebody just mentioned there's a spoiler online, the word Raylo. I was like, okay, well, it would stand to reason that there's something Raylo in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that, I was like, okay, got it. That's, that's the extent of what I was spoiled beforehand. You, on the other hand... <laughs> 
<laughs> this is for the passionate part, guys. We're going to get tense. Here we go. I'm actually going to be super chill. I was going like, to publicly call out the people that spoiled the movie for me and humiliate them and yell at them, but I'm I will. not going to do that now. It's fine. Whatever. I, people you, send, send me links. This is I've not cool. I've lost all confidence in people on the internet. Not that I should have ever had confidence to begin with. My fault. But backstory. So I, I think a lot of you know I work in social media and- yep. I knew going into like the week of this movie that I needed to avoid Facebook and Instagram at all costs, which I could do. Thankfully, I don't manage a ton of Facebook or Instagram accounts. I mainly manage Twitter accounts, which sucks <laughs> because that's where a lot of things are spoiled, I think. Yep. And on my personal Twitter, I muted tons of hashtags and words and anything that could have been related to the movie I muted it and I um, typically don't follow people that post spoilers to begin with so I didn't mute or unfollow anyone because that's not really what I do anyways mm -hmm. and a few months ago I was on one of my clients Twitter accounts and mind you all of my clients are within like the pop culture sphere so all of their followers are always talking about Star Wars Sometimes we even talk about Star Wars on those accounts. So it, it, that that was kind of hard to avoid. And a couple months ago on one of my client accounts, I saw a leaked photo of Kylo Ren and Rey together, both with blue lightsabers facing the same direction. So I knew at that point I inferred he's redeemed because he's holding a blue lightsaber and he doesn't have his helmet on. And they're they're clearly fighting the same evil force together, which at that time, you know, I assumed was Palpatine and that was mm -hmm. correct. So to me, that was a major spoiler because... Yes. I, that's a big point in the movie. <laughs> and I told you, I texted you that day and I was like, hey, saw something online I definitely didn't want to see. Stay off Twitter. Yep. Um. I never saw that on my personal account, but I saw it on that client account and I was super mad, but there was Rightfully literally so. nothing I could do about it. There's only so much I can do to avoid spoilers when I'm on other people's accounts. Right. Because um, it's my job to interact with everyone. Yep. So that happened, I want to say in maybe October, November-ish. That's insane. And then the Monday night... The week of the movie release, that's when the premiere in L.A. was. Yep. And like I said, on all my personal accounts, I muted all the phrases. Yep. And I woke up Tuesday morning and saw all these tweets that had no keywords, no hashtags, but it was all leaked images. And I saw pretty much the entire movie like all the key moments in photo form from two people that I was following that I had never seen them post spoilers before so I didn't even think of muting or unfollowing them uh guess what I unfollowed them now um Good. I'm also extremely angry at them Same. um I saw pictures of Han touching Ben's face I saw the picture of Ray and BB-8 looking at the binary sunset. I saw the picture of Luke and Leia as Force Ghosts on Tatooine. Um, I saw a lot of stuff. And, and I saw it all because they had been tweeting about this stuff Monday night. 
And by the time I woke up on Tuesday morning, so many people were interacting with their tweets that it was on the very top of my timeline. And because they didn't use any hashtags, any spoilery words, none of that, I saw it all. And I stewed about this for days. I was so freaking angry. I couldn't even sleep at night because I was just like, you guys suck. <laughs> like, you really suck. Something happened in the movie that you weren't clearly thrilled about. And then you had to go and spoil this movie for me and however many other people also saw this. And you didn't even take the half a second to hashtag the movie, hashtag spoiler, put the any words in there that would be muted from my timeline which is the worst so my viewing experience of this movie was so annoying because the entire time I was sitting there I went with two friends of mine and I was sitting on the end of our, our little friend group so I had one friend to my left and a stranger on my right and Anything ha- anytime something happened in the movie that I was expecting, because I had seen it in those leaked images, I was looking at my friend to see what her reaction was. Oh, and I also knew that Ray was a Palpatine. That was clearly spoiled, um, which sucks. And that's something that I was really angry about for those few days leading up to the movie and could not stop thinking about, and I was so upset. And I hadn't even seen the movie And I was already, like, so bummed about this plot point. And then during the movie, I couldn't even enjoy it for what was happening because I was like, okay, well, this this thing hasn't happened yet, so that's going to be coming up soon. And, oh, they're on this planet. I saw a picture from this planet. This is going to happen soon. And it was awful. And there was no way for me to avoid that. I couldn't even pretend that I hadn't seen what I saw. I saw the major points of the movie, you know? I saw the Ray and Kylo kiss. I knew that Ben died. Like, all of that stuff I saw in photo form. And some people even had, like, videos. I'm like, who the heck videoed this stuff? How did you get this footage? So, anyways, that was my experience leading up to the movie, which very heavily affected how I felt about this movie. I think had I not been spoiled... I would have been able to enjoy a lot more of this movie. I think I still would have had issues with the things that I'm not happy about. But there's a lot that I would have enjoyed. Like, I would have loved to have been surprised by the fact that we got a Han Solo moment. I wished so badly that I could have seen that and been surprised by it. There was only one moment in the movie that made me actually gasp and cover my mouth because I was so excited. And it was when we see Wedge for like two seconds it was his quick cameo so Mm -hmm. thankfully that wasn't spoiled I got one happy moment out of the movie but that was literally it like that's all I got which sucks (laughs) so this discussion of this movie for me is going to be unlike any other Star Wars movie I've ever discussed because it wasn't a genuine you know first time experience like waiting to see everything unravel and I don't know. So I just wanted to get that out there because I think I'm going to be a lot more negative and nitpicky of of this stuff because I didn't get to experience it on a very like genuine level. All Mm -hmm. the emotion was sucked out of it for me, you know? So that happened and that really sucks. And I can't even, I don't want to get into it because I'm so mad, but 
to the people that posted all this stuff before the movie came out, I'm kind of glad you didn't like the movie because you didn't deserve it, honestly. Agreed. If that's Agreed. how you're going to act, you don't deserve to like it. And I know I that's super petty of me. No, it's true. But I'm angry it's and good. it sucks. So that's it. That's I, where I'm going to end that. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off of this because this infuriates me, which I don't get angry. Mm-hmm. You've known me long enough. I've been angry, what, maybe never? Never, this, and I wish you would. <laughs> well, here we go. We found yeah. it. This infuriates me for a lot of reasons. One, you get nothing from this. Yeah. Nothing. All they did was spoil a movie for you, which mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about movies, guys. So the fact that, I mean, for like a year and a half before this movie came out, how many times did I post, like, if you spoil this for me, you're dead to me? A million. A million, right? And the fact that somebody, um, one, what? You get nothing from this, right? You're not going to, like, get points. You're not going to enjoy the movie better by spoiling this. You're just spoiling it for everybody else. The fact that you tried your hardest to not get spoiled, and it still went through the cracks. And it wasn't like a random tweet like I got. It was pictures, right? Mm -hmm. So that infuriates me as is. The other thing is, who got invited to the premiere that would take pictures and videos and share it? That (laughs) sets me off as well, because there's so many people that should be at that premiere that have earned a spot that have worked really hard and weren't able to go because somebody was in their seat and then they took pictures and video what so here's the thing i'm not entirely sure if people were taking photos at the premiere because after the movie was out i was trying to trace you know once i saw the movie i was like i'm gonna try to figure out where the heck this came from because when I went to the solo premiere, we had to put our phone in a bag that was locked and they didn't unlock it until we were out of the theater. So, and I'm sure they did that for this one. That's just standard. So I went, after I saw the movie, I went on Reddit and months ago, the entire movie was leaked and all the plot points were correct. And then um, the picture that I saw of Ray and Ben, there were like 10 other images leaked at the same time. Like a month or two ago, I can't remember when it was. It was like October or November. And a lot of other images were shared that were the majority of the ones that I saw online on Tuesday before the movie. So I'm not sure if those girls took pictures in the theater or if they, if one of them saw the movie, told their friends, and then their friends just went like crazy on the Star Wars uh reddit leak thread and just like grabbed all these photos and then just shared them because they were angry you know Duh. regardless there were a couple clips it's not and cool that yeah there were a couple clips that were filmed that were not on reddit and i'm wondering if maybe those were snagged in an international screening i don't i honestly don't know i don't understand how that happened God. whoever whoever it is i hope your phone breaks like all of it. And then you can't afford to replace it. And then you got to take another one and not pay it off. And then it breaks again. Like something inconvenient for a long period of time. I hope that happens to you. Ugh. I just it- hope I don't see them at Celebration. Because I'm not very nice to people when I have a grudge. And That's true. That's true. You didn't talk to me for years. <laughs> and I didn't spoil the movie. They spoiled the movie. Why? so like malicious too. <sighs> so malicious. Like I get being well, apparently i get being angry i get 
having feelings and wanting to express them, but at the cost of somebody else. Yeah. What is wrong? What is wrong with you? Like you can enjoy the thing or not enjoy the thing if you want. Just go to your room. And Enjoy talk it about it with own. your friends via text. Why yes, do you have to have that exactly. discussion on the public internet? Their accounts Agreed. weren't even private. Like they had public Twitter accounts. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate that that happened to you. I'm very angry about it. It's not cool. It's yeah. not cool. If you like leaks, if you like spoilers, that's cool. Do it over there. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin this for other people. Else. Yeah, like this. Exactly. This was a big deal. You know, this was episode nine, the quote, end of the Skywalker saga. Like, this is a big deal. Don't ruin it for other people. And on Reddit, like, (sighs) I've never really been on Reddit before or, you know, the Star Wars leak thread. But when Mm -hmm. I went back to try to do some digging and figure out what the heck this stuff came from, on Reddit, they blur out any images that are spoilery. And if you want to see it, you have to click it. So it's like, even on there, they give you the option to see it or not. Yes, and they usually it's make the captions courtesy. very, um, you know, not super detailed. It's so vague. that, yeah, very vague. And I respect that. Like, yes, give you like, the option. The heck, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the images are so blurred that you really can't tell at all what's going on. It's not like you can make out what's happening in the photo. It's like you really have no clue. So, right. Bummer. It's just, it's just not cool. It makes me really upset. Because yeah. this movie, this movie got ruined for you right out the gate. Mm-hmm. You didn't even get to watch it as a movie. You were just waiting for the spoilers to come up. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. And and you can't take it back. That's the other thing. You know what I mean? Like this right. is I under I understand it's just a movie. It's whatever, but it's also not. You know, well, it like, just makes me really curious about <sighs> what would my thoughts be about this movie had I not been spoiled. I really don't. Yeah, know. who knows? I would love to know. Would I have been? more okay with it would have i would i have laughed more would i have enjoyed it more would i have not i don't know i would love to know what that would be like and i yeah. don't know that and i will never know that which you won't sucks. you you were literally robbed of the experience that's why i need a hypnotist to hypnotize me and make me think i've never seen it before <laughs> that's fair yeah let's do it let's figure it out patrons let's let's fund this <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. So no, anyways, it, it we'll get into the angry. actual movie now, but yeah. I felt like that was important to note because I agree. It's a pretty significant now, thing. It colors the whole movie in a certain way and going exactly. here on out like you didn't get to watch the movie. Right. You had you had the whole experience robbed from you and that infuriates me, but well, it and happened. my friend and I had dinner before we saw the movie, and mm-hmm. as we're having dinner, I'm already knowing most of what's going to happen in the movie, and I'm asking her, like, what do you hope for? What do you think will happen? You know, we're just having, like, a casual expectations conversation, and she's telling me some things that she hoped doesn't happen and hopes, you know, some things will happen, and I had to sit there with a poker face being like, yeah, that'll happen. No, that'll not happen. Yeah, that thing that you said that's going to make you real angry that happens, you know? So sure. I couldn't even sit there and have a fun conversation with her because whatever I would say could give her an inkling of, of what the reality is. Right. <sighs> Makes so me mad, Savannah. Stupid. Makes me mad. On one high note, because mm-hmm. we're, we're going to start this out with positives now. <laughs> uh, I got a really good Coca-Cola icy when I was watching this nice. movie. And I had a sweater on that said produced by Kathleen Kennedy. So There you go. Get it. Love that. <laughs> it's still repping the team. Yeah. And my friend Wendy 
was in oh, a Wendy. freaking commercial before yeah. the movie. She's in a Cadillac commercial, which is amazing. Killing it. And I actually got more excited over that than I did over seeing Wedge. <laughs> you know why? Because so, you weren't expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so oh cool. My God. So, yeah, she's, she seems like the nicest you, person ever. That's awesome. yeah. yeah, she's super sweet. Hi, Wendy. Man. Hi, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into it. Okay, so listen. Let's talk about our favorite parts of the movie. Well. <laughs> this will be short now. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, listen. So we have to decide here. Do we want to, because we can bounce around, right? We're not going to go through the movie like normally, you said. Yeah, we're going to bounce around we don't, for sure. Okay, cool. Because we don't want to end this on a horrible note. No. You know who knows how it's gonna end. Let's go. So, what? I don't want to worry f- about how it's gonna end. Yeah, whatever. good idea. We're already <laughs> off to a rough start. Uh, so, at, walking out of the theater, how did you feel? Gross. Yeah. And like sad. Yeah. And my and the worst part was that my friend was sad, and uh, my friend Mary and I are very different. She's a huge Kylo Ren fan. She was dressed up like Kylo Ren to go see the movie. She's a Raylo fan, and we have very opposite opinions on Star Wars uh, as far as the sequel trilogy goes. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure how she was going to feel because she's like the opposite of me. And she was very not happy, not for the reasons I expected either. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was not happy. And at when the credits were rolling, she was just like, wow. That was really bad. And she was laughing because she Ooh. just couldn't believe how bad it was, in her opinion. And sure. I was not expecting that. I was expecting her to kind of sit there in silence and be like, oh. But she was like, ha ha, that was so bad. And I was like, whoa, this is a weird reaction. Oh, man. And my reaction was just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go home now. <laughs> we didn't even stand around and talk about it. Usually after I see Star Wars, I... Talk sure. about it with my friends, or I call you, or you know, yeah. like something. And and at that point, I was just like, I'm ready to go home and go to bed. <laughs> that huh. was it. That was my reaction. Okay. Okay. I was also very. I had also spent the last two to three days fuming Stewing. about yeah. <laughs> Ray Palpatine. Fuming. Right. I literally didn't knew. sleep one night because I was so angry. Yeah. Okay. okay. How did you feel? Because you've well, seen it twice. I've seen it three times now. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to be sure. Um, so I had the same reaction from episode nine that I did from eight and seven in the sense that like my first viewing is not really a first viewing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's new Star Wars. It's overwhelming. I'm like, whoa, okay, this. And I'm like trying to pick stuff out and I'm looking in the back for like my creature buddies and I'm like, oh, this, blah, blah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this experience was made a little better for me because my brother... Uh, he's in the military and he comes home like once a week every year mm-hmm. on leave. And so he enlisted like six years ago. So he and I were like super, super close growing up and Star Wars was like our thing, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to see a Star Wars movie with him since the Disney purchase. So he actually was in town for this. That's special. So yeah, I got to watch a Star Wars movie with my brother, which was nice. really, really nice. Cause I was like, oh, cool! The first one we got to see together on opening night since we were kids. Uh, I don't so that think was Chase and I great. have seen any of them together either. And so, yeah, yeah, I it's mean, like, our relationship is just like you and your brother. Yep, exactly, exactly. So I'm like, all right, you know. So that that was really cool. Um, walking out of it the first time, my thoughts were, that was a lot, and that was kind of the big thing. And the other thing was like. 
I felt conflicted, which is the first time I've ever felt this in a Star Wars movie, because there were things in it that I hated, mm-hmm. which has never happened before. Everyone knows I hate one thing in Star Wars, and it's Agent Kolar. Now I hate two things. <laughs> but but in the same movie, there were things that I absolutely loved, like some of my favorite stuff in Star Wars. But they were in the same movie. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sort out how I feel. And I'm like, okay, all right, I need to see it again to know, like, fill up a cup with hate it, fill up a cup with love it, and then keep filling it with different moments and then see where it comes out in the end and then see how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the first viewing, that was a lot. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel yet. I saw it again, and I was like, okay, now I know how I feel. Um, and overall, the things that I loved, I absolutely loved. The things that I hated, I hated. But the things that I loved overshadowed the things that I hated. And overall, at the end of the day, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that's my stance currently. I really liked it. Even with the things that I absolutely hated in it, I still really liked the movie. It's so funny to me. A lot of people online have been like, oh, you really need to see the movie twice. And <laughs> I'm like, you clearly don't know me. Because when I <laughs> see a movie the second time, I hate it more. Even if I loved it the first time. That so, is true. You're like when I, when I saw Solo the first time, I was like, heck yeah, I love this. And then the second time I saw it, I was like, whoa. Ew. <laughs> not, not, not for the movie as a whole, but there were some things in the movie that I was like, whoa, I really don't like that now. Yeah. Um, you're very strange. And in The Force Awakens was the same. I loved Force Awakens in the theater. And then I, I went through this period where I was like, ah, I've seen it a couple more times and I'm kind of over it right now. Yeah. So for me very personally, strange. seeing the movie a second time is not an option because that will just put more fuel on the fire. Yeah. And I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. like, I can't believe you're not going to see it again. I'm like, you literally don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I come up and say, no, no, guys, you don't want her to see it again. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. But. It, it was a lot. It was a it lot. It was a lot. Um, so let's just do this. Let's go. Can we talk about the things we loved first? We can. But. How, how do you want to do this? I was going to semi go through it and like kind of overview like, okay. oh, what do you think But I don't want to get into like this? all the nitty gritty. Sure, Let's talk we don't about have to, like scenes but if, as a whole, <laughs> moments as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I'm just saying, if we start with the stuff that we like, then we're going to end it with a ton of stuff that you hated. Well, we're, we're still going to end it with a ton of, of stuff barrel. that I hated because ending yeah, of the true. movie is the worst. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Well, okay, listen, I don't want to waste all the good moments in the front. All right, it's going. You know to what be, I mean? But oh boy, all right, this is you still going to happen. <laughs> okay, so uh, now I'm now I'm confused. Now I don't know what to do. You push it's me against the ropes. Let's let's fine. Let's just go through the way you want to. It's not a big deal. Okay. It's what not going to work be? out how you plan, but <laughs> yeah, this is not going to go the way you think. I What did you think? So a lot of people were complaining about the pacing. What it did sucks. you think about it? It's the worst. Really? I yeah. liked it. I liked Bro. it a lot. My biggest complaint <laughs> still to this day uh with the last Jedi is how quick it is. And I really? I have more thoughts on that that I'll share when we actually talk about that movie in detail on our next show. Yeah, um, guys, listen to that. But that was <laughs> that was an issue for me. It still okay. is. And with this movie, I'm like, oh my God, like, please <laughs> make it stop. I I love moments in movies that have zero dialogue and are very mm-hmm. uh, emotionally driven, musically driven, yeah, visually driven. Mm-hmm. I personally didn't have any moments like that watching the movie. 
Right. And I don't, I was trying to think back and I was like, I don't really know if there are any moments like that. And I was thinking about The Force Awakens. I really love the beginning when we first meet Rey. Like you guys know, I've talked about this a lot. I loved Rey in The Force Awakens. I loved all of her quiet moments. I love it when she's scavenging in the beginning and she's getting on her little sled and going back to her speeder. And when she's sitting at home and making her food and eating her food and putting her helmet on and all those quiet moments. I think you can draw so much from that. And I Mm -hmm. drew a lot from that without it being told to me. And I could infer what I wanted to out of those scenes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this, the Rise of Skywalker really allows you to do that at any point. They're feeding everything to you and you don't get any quiet moments to sit and ponder how you take that scene, how you feel about that scene, how you can like insert yourself in the story. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't like the pacing because it's just like it takes all that part out of it for me. And that's something I do really like about Star Wars. Okay. How about okay. you? You liked the pacing. I did, yeah. I mean, Star Wars, you know, faster, more intense. Like, I liked it. I was like, all right, we got to go. Let's do this. And I was like, oh, man, like, they are really, Pumping wow. the G-forces in that yeah, movie. We are, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are pedal to the metal, which mm-hmm. I was fine with. I liked the opening. I liked, because that was another big question mark. was like, how is Palpatine going to fit into all of this? How are they, they going right to address that? They literally were like, Kylo's hunting Palpatine. And with the first five minutes of the movie, it's like, he goes to Mustafar, he cuts some people down. He goes to Palpatine, says, I'll call you. Palpatine's like, hey, how about I give you an army instead? And he goes, all right, boom. I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah, he goes to Mustafar, but we don't know that it's Mustafar until you read the visual dictionary. That's true. Wish that we had known true. that. That would have made me yeah. happy in the theater. I thought it was Mustafar when I first saw it. I was like, oh, what? And then when you go to the planet and it's like a dust forest, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe this isn't Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of things in this that were later on in the visual dictionary that I wish were in the movie. Um, same. You know, but then at the same time, I'm like, you know, they had so much to do in this and that there's no way they could have put everything in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, that is, so I've been kind of an apologist mm-hmm. up until now as far as like the sequel trilogy storyline, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, remember, I really liked it. Uh, definitely was like, oh, we did not plan this trilogy at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm shocked that you are saying to... that because I didn't think that was something we were going to be agreeing Agreed about. On. I didn't even think you would think that. Yeah, no. I mean, it didn't... Mind you, saying that, it didn't ruin my enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. Said I still really like the movie. This isn't a... Like, as I said, I have very conflicting feelings about this movie because I love it and there's things I hate in it. Mm-hmm. In the same movie. So that being said, I can I can be like, okay, well, the things that happened in this movie, there were no seeds set for any of this. We're just like, hey, let's try to shove this in the box. Can we fit more? We could do that. Just put it in there. And it's like, okay. It's it I mean it's in it closed. The box closed. You know, so I guess Chris it fits. Terrio must be a master packer when he goes uh, on trips. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. he packed a lot of stuff in this movie. He did, he did, he did. He found and- a place for it. He just shoved yes. it in there. That's right. That man is a Tetris he master. He zipped that suitcase up. Right, right. And mind you, <sighs> like I said before, I got to meet Chris like a week and a half before this movie. He's a really nice guy. Like I, I, I like him from the little bit of like 35 minute interaction I had with him and talking, like getting to know him a little bit. He was really nice. Do you still um, think that he was properly hired for this movie? He was the best choice? Well, yes the or thing, no? I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, because well, the thing is, I think he did his best, but I don't. I think this was a losing battle from the beginning. I think there was no way for this movie to do what it needed to do. Well, yeah, um, when they had no plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, like, I felt like this movie had a lot of things that were like, what What are fans saying? Let's put some of that in there. That was and, a lot like, of the movie. And it was like, a little... I, yeah. It it wasn't even a little. It was very exhausting. Yeah. And very like, eye-rolly. Like, I rolled my eyes yes. a lot. And like, my friend I did, feel too, that. which was interesting. Yeah. But I also feel that way about Seven. You know, there were things in Seven that I was like, what? Why? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm still upset that, like, Kylo's Han's son. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, the old EU, like, you had Jason and Jayana, you had Anakin Solo, like, just do that. Why yeah. do you have to be like, we're going to have Han's son be in the dark side, but it's not going to be Jason Solo, it's going to be this new guy. I'm like, but why? What are we doing? Yeah. We're just retelling the story, but not as good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's how I felt about that. Uh, but, you know, when episode nine came around, I'm like, okay, okay, this is, all right, that's a, hmm. You know, it's like I under, I understand the appeal of going into a franchise, right? Well, I don't really understand it because I haven't done it, but I I can kind of wrap my head around the idea of coming into a franchise, and be like, all right, you have to finish this. Good luck, enjoy, mm-hmm. and then, like JJ said, I don't know how we would try. I don't know how in the world we'd try to make everybody happy, but this movie definitely felt like they tried to make everybody happy. My and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it either, and it's interesting. I yeah. don't think I ever would have said this more than three months ago i kind of wish ryan johnson had made episode nine only because he's not same into that and he takes big risks and i still don't think i would have loved ryan's rendition of episode nine but i think it would have fit a lot better with the trilogy i feel like this trilogy is so disjointed i agree it makes zero sense and i hate it and (laughs) (laughs) i even though I, like I just said, I don't think I would have loved Ryan's episode nine. I still wish he would have done it because I think he would have ignored the haters. He would have ignored even the people that loved certain things. He would have done what he wanted to do and, and it would have fit better with the story that he told in eight. And I feel like he was still very respectful of the story that was told in seven. I, I don't think JJ and, and this could have been not even J.J.'s choice. I think at this point, I don't know who made what decisions and why things happened. I feel like Bob Iger probably stuck his hands in the pot too deep and didn't understand what the heck they were even cooking to begin with. And he just starts throwing stuff in and was like, I love oregano. Let's put oregano in this. And you're like, "It's a we're making a pie. You can't put <laughs> oregano in a pie, you know. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm not sure who made the decisions, but. Yeah. Whoever did make a lot of the big decisions in this movie were definitely trying to appease every group, every little subgroup of Star Wars fans. Yeah. And that's not how you make Star Wars. We've talked about that. I agree. At length. We love George Lucas because he didn't give two craps about whether people liked it or not. He liked it. Yes. And that's all that mattered. I agree. So it's that's a- frustrating. And that's, we've said that a, a million it's times. It's a weird it's environment. It's always going to be different because Disney is making money. George didn't need to make money. That was yes. the that's the whole difference. And that's never going to change now. It's never no. going to change. It is a business, which is fine. But that that's things are always going to be not the same now. And it's, it's a, hard to get it's used weird. To that. Yeah. It's very weird because Star Wars is George Lucas, right? Episodes one through six, that's his thing. Like you said, we've said it a million times. George never cared if people liked his stuff. Yeah. He made his stuff, and whether you liked it or not, was well, it didn't matter. Yeah. 
I, I that's my favorite thing about George Lucas. I think he's one of the greatest artists of our time. And mm-hmm. when Disney bought it, there's the business reality of putting out a product so that it can make money back, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a tough thing when you start to cater to other people, but it's like, in the sense, you have an audience that you want to appease. Like, I understand it from like a capitalist point of view, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like, that's not how Star Wars is. And that's, I love Ryan Johnson because he swung for the fences. You know, like he straight up said like, I don't know, this is something George Lucas would do. And I'm like, you're damn right it is. Mm-hmm. You know, seven was safe. Nine, I feel like was also safe, but like from a different point of view. Yeah. I feel like seven was safe and is like, hey, you know that Star Wars that like you 40 somethings really love? Here it is again. And I'm like, okay, got it. Can but I then nine is like, <laughs> when you're <yes>. done, <laughs> you can say it now. Let's go. I'm sick of Star Wars being catered to 40 year old guys. It's <laughs> like, there's a lot Fair. of other people now that are into Star Wars. I don't care That's if right. you grew up with the original trilogy. I grew up with I the agree. original trilogy too, but I also grew up with the prequels. It's Star yes. Wars. Like, you have to respect all of it and serve I agree. the people that <laughs> grew up with all Star there Wars. Weren't, there weren't a lot of seven and eight year olds when episode one came out being like, you know what? Just not like the originals. I don't know. It's just, this isn't my Star Wars. I'm yeah, so I agree. I'm sick of like every take from every dude that grew up with the originals on my Facebook right now being like, well, yeah, I don't care about Rose, and I hope we never see her in Star Wars again. I'm like, I don't care if you don't like Rose. Other people do. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> true, true. But it's also, yeah. it's a weird thing. So, like, I think about this a lot, right? So, the other thing is Star Wars has become popular. Mm-hmm. And that just happened in the last 10 years. Yeah. Because up until then, like, I got thrown in a trash can in high school for carrying a visual dictionary around. That's yeah. that. I graduated 10 years ago, right? So, you're talking about... 12, 13 years ago, Star Wars was still uncool. Even and when you, I was in college, which was when yeah. The Force Awakens came out, I was a weirdo because I wore Star Wars shirts to class it's crazy, every day. Right? So I can understand, and I'm not in any way saying it's okay, but I can understand the idea of having something that you had as a kid, right? And being, the, I mean, at the very smallest sense of the word, persecuted for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everyone is into it Mm -hmm. because it's like okay hold on then why was i in a trash can if this is cool now you know what i mean so i can understand that frustration perspective but it's a weird thing my thing is like i think uh the ot fans got a lot of stuff in this movie and the people that i'm specifically talking about are people that i've seen on my facebook being like like only complaining about the, the the new characters and right. it's like, bro, they just served you your childhood on a silver platter. Why don't you enjoy that meal and let the young people or whoever the heck enjoys the new characters enjoy that? Like, you don't need to love it all. Deal Agreed. with it. Like, it's Star Wars Agreed. is never going to be the way it was when you grew up. Get over nope. it. <laughs> it's so That's true. annoying. I'm so, so sick of old dudes complaining about <laughs> new female characters that they can't relate to. It's like really welcome yeah. to my life <laughs> right no i welcome totally agree to the entirety people. of every female fan's life until very recently and it's still not 100 percent fixed and they just want to like whine about it and I'm like you grew up with luke skywalker that's true bro they're, they're, like they're just they're just very fragile men very Which, you know i i see it and i'm like okay well you <laughs> can be that over there yeah yeah i agree it, but it, it's a it's a thing where like, I don't know. I mean, this movie, it did something. 
it's funny because everyone was like, you know, episode eight like fractured the fandom. I was like, all right, well, we'll see what episode nine does. And <laughs> episode nine is like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, it's like a different kind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's very strange. Um, yeah, it's so weird too. The few people that I know in person that did enjoy the movie are people that are extremely new Star Wars fans. They didn't really watch the, you know, and and these aren't people that are young. They're people that grew up in the time of the original trilogy and they, you know, saw the Mm -hmm. movies and stuff, but they weren't obsessive fans. They weren't running to the theater on opening day to see the prequels, all that stuff. Right. And they enjoyed episode nine and loved it for what it was. And then the people that didn't like it are, are, all kinds of different people. It's so weird. It, it's so strange. I've been trying to explain it to my husband, like, because he hasn't seen it and he doesn't care about seeing it. And mm-hmm. I've been trying to explain to him how I felt about it. And then he's like, oh, well, my friend so-and-so on Facebook loved it. And I'm like, yeah, they fit in that box of original trilogy <laughs> fan. Like, they liked it, you know. And my husband's very much like a Clone Wars fan. He loves the prequels. He loves yep. the originals as well. But there's more to, to Star Wars than just the originals for him. Right. So I don't know. It's just so weird. There's no fine line between like or dislike here. Right. And I think with The Last Jedi, personally, and I'm not in this category, but I feel like a lot of young people liked The Last Jedi and a lot of older people did not. And to me, it was like a pretty uh, distinct line for the majority, not for everyone, but for the majority. Sure. And this one, it's like all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, this is this is the one where they tried to appease a bunch of different groups. Yeah, that weren't on the same page. You know and what I mean? Even if your group was appeased, there's something else that made you mad. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. But also, like, the other thing I want to say at the top here, <laughs> as we're like, you know, almost an hour in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the technical side of this movie was amazing. I thought yeah. the visual effects looked great. I loved the sound. The creatures were tops. I wish there was more of them, but you know, whatever. Uh, I thought the performances were really good. Um, m- um, pretty much all of my problems with this are like story-based. Same. Um, decisions and whatnot. But it, I don't know. It's very strange. Like I said, Star Wars has become like, it's always been a commercial thing. But now I've never seen such like blatant, oh, this is what you want? Well, here. You know, because for me, from an artist standpoint, that goes against everything that makes you an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, I understand it costs hundreds of millions of dollars, so you need to make some of that back. Like, I understand the real world side of it, mm-hmm. but it's like that's not it. You know what I mean? You're just you're just missing it by that much. I have a question um, for you. Okay. Do you think Star Wars is still the leader in film technology? Um, Star Wars specifically, or like ILM? Star Wars specifically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Well, it depends. I think when it comes to like green screen and stuff like that, it's Marvel. But mm-hmm. because I feel like Star Wars, you know, er- this again goes back to wanting to please the fans, right? And it's like, you know, real sets, practical effects. We're not using green screen because we know you didn't like the prequels and the prequels use green screen. So check <laughs> it out. No more green screen. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like that's, it was green screen because it was new and it was cool. Like, right. what are you doing? Get on the precipice. You know, it, but it's- any, I can't, put my finger on anything that is that was introduced with this trilogy that stands out i mean obviously in the original trilogy was like all the special effects the prequels was all the cgi and motion capture essentially 
Sure. But with this trilogy, it's like, what is that thing? That well, so there's been a couple things that I know were developed for Star Wars and, and brought better in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was the gimbal screens around the Falcon and the ships. Mm. You know, the 360 degree screens so the actors could see going into light speed and the things and looking around. But like mm-hmm. all of the advancements were for like the people on set right. and the makers of the movies. Like, you know, like uh, the head that Matt Denton pretty much wrote code for and then put it in, developed for uh, K2. And then over the course of years, got it better and better. And that was what gave us six eyes. Right. You know, so like that's where all the like big time advancements have been coming from. I think the biggest like, advancements, yeah, have been with creatures and droids probably. Yes, exactly. But and then, as like, a you whole, know, I was just curious if anything stood out to you. I don't know. Not, not like from our side of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like from behind the scenes and the crew and the cast, like there's been a lot of big time advancements that Star Wars has been a part of. Um, but they're not something that translate on the other side of the screen per se. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like Six Eyes. Six Eyes is a technical marvel that didn't exist before Matt Denton figured it out, mm-hmm. right? So like, it's so good that people thought it was CG. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's so good that you can't even appreciate and recognize how good it is. So that's, that, that is kind of yeah the longest winded answer ever to your question. No, I just, I don't think that was a long winded answer. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just hope I in the future we see more of those things that are apparent to us, the viewer, rather than... I mean, it's great that they're doing so much to help people making movies. That's super important, too. Yeah. But I feel like that's a really, really, really important part of Star Wars that makes it so different from everything else. And because Star Wars is so mainstream now, I think we're losing a lot of that specialness, if you know what I mean. So I just hope we we get that back, in a sense. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a tough thing because it's like it's like an audio engineer, right? Like, you'll only hear if it's bad, but yeah. all the good work you'll never see. Yeah. You know, it's like, so how can we, I don't know, like, does the, this might be controversial, but like, does the audience deserve to see how the pasta's made? I don't think it needs to be super apparent, like, when you're watching the movie, but you know uh-huh. that you and I both love behind-the-scenes content and... yes. I learned so much about that stuff when I was a kid and same. that's more of what I'm looking for is show us what okay. you're doing. Show us the work you're doing and I agree. bonus I features for the sequel trilogy is like non-existent. True. Uh, so we don't even know like if there were things like that that happened because they're not showing us. So therefore I, I don't agree. think things like that have been invented because we're not hearing about it. Because you don't know. It. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that because I, I also... I think going through the solo book that we did the podcast on was very eye-opening and that was like a wow moment for me to be like, whoa, they photographed these freaking mountains in a helicopter and then they made their own digital map. Right. And that kind of stuff is impressive and I want to know more about that stuff. I totally agree. And also, you know, I'm a big proponent of credit where it's due and I love the creature team and I want them to get the credit. You know what I mean? Like, so Mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think we need more behind the scenes stuff just for the very fact that like, okay, yeah, you like that alien? Well, here's the person inside of it, and here's the team that's puppeteering it. Like, here's the six people that brought those two seconds of alien to life. Right. You know, like, I I totally agree with you there. I hope after the rise of Skywalker, and I honestly don't expect this to happen. I'll be shocked if it does. But I do hope that we get more 
comprehensive behind the scenes material about the trilogy as a whole and this movie but i don't think that will happen because i think so much was changed in this movie at the 11th hour that they're trying to hide and cover up their mistakes but the one thing that i loved so much about that solo book by rob bradow was that they included the directors that got fired they included a lot of the things in the early part of the movie that got changed and we still can't connect all the dots there but it yep. wasn't like they tried to erase that and act like it never happened. And right. I appreciate that. That's, I mean, why do you need to cover up your failures? Like, show us it's normal. It's fine to fail. It's fine to change things and make mistakes and whatever. That's life. And I, I agree. think that right now with The Rise of Skywalker, there's so many interviews coming out with Chris Terrio and other people that are trying to, like, cover their tracks. And I just don't think that's necessary. I know it's, they need well, to do it to make more money and whatever, but I want to know what happened with this movie. How did they make it? How, what was the story first? How did it change? Why did it change? And I don't sure. think we're going to get those answers. No, but also, you know, it goes back to the, you know, court of public opinion. And, like, we are very honest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're all about, like, show us everything. If you messed up, that's cool, man. Like, I respect you more for coming clean about it. Right. But not everybody is like us. And there are people that hate this movie that are going to use those little bits of honesty and turn them against him. Yeah, but you know what I mean. And I'm not defending the. That's always going to happen. Right, right. right. I'm not defending the choices he made, but I'm also saying, like, in a commercial market, if like if I make a movie, right, and everyone hates it, and I'm like, well, here's what happened. Then they're going to be like, well, here's where you messed up. Throw it in my face. And then other people are like, well, we're not going to hire him because here's how he messed up. And what if he messed up like that on our movie? Like, it can be detrimental. To all future projects because people, especially nowadays, you know, we cancel culture and all this stuff is like, he messed up and here's how he messed up and everyone look at him. He's unfit to be doing any of this. Well, just so remember like, Chris Terrio wrote Batman versus Superman, which got some I of the liked worst. Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but it still got some of the worst press ever out of any modern movie and he still got hired to do Star Wars. So That's true. You just have to remember. Well, that. he got hired because <laughs> JJ was like, hey, this is my buddy. I'm bringing him on. It was like a, he, he was JJ's plus one. Yeah, but that's Hollywood, period. Every, it's that's all true. because of who you're friends with. It's That is true. You know that. That exactly. I yeah, tell me about it. So it's it, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird thing like where do you find the line? It's complicated, you know? And it it's is. even more so complicated because everyone is into Star Wars now. Mm-hmm. It's not like a small sect anymore. You know, it's like literally people that had never watched Star Wars beforehand are now like, well, here's my opinion on Star Wars and then they'll like go on and out and now they have a vote mm-hmm. you know what i mean which is cool everyone should be included but at the same time it it muddles the waters a little bit of like you that's how you get a movie like episode nine mm-hmm. you know what i mean where everyone needs to be appeased because if not there's hell to pay and then we're going to pick up our pitchforks and this is the thing that we hated about it let's come together right you know it's a strange terrifying world of fandom nowadays well it um, truly is an impossible feat for it is disney and lucasfilm now because as i said earlier it's about money and they do have exactly. to appeal to people. Whereas George Lucas was like, I'm already a billionaire. I'm going to make movies. I don't care what you think. And that's always going to be right. the problem, which sucks. I agree. He had full creative license and control. And like he had the financial stability to be able to take those kinds of risks. <laughs> he brought Darth Maul back. Like <laughs> I know, <what>? right? <laughs> it worked Actually, out very he well. Just made but, Dave do it. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. I'm sure when he was like, Hey, I want Darth Maul back. I'm sure Dave is like, whoa, what are the fans going to think? And I'm sure George was like, I literally don't care. I want him back. Yeah. Make it happen. 
Exactly. And like, so. dude, I couldn't respect that more. Same. Same. And but I it's a, and it's not like I always but, enjoy the outcome of that, but right. I respect the that's making art. That's what it is, you know? I agree. And I think giving the audience too much power is a mistake. Yes. And I think that's where and I understand that that's that's a not very common way to be. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, because so many people are so entitled and it's like, this needs to be the movie that I want it to be or there's hell to pay. And I'm like, dude, it's not your movie. Like, but with the commercial market and with Disney and now it's like, it kind of is, but it shouldn't be. But that's not, it's complicated. It it's is. complicated. But yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine's on a freaking crane, guys. Yeah. Okay. So the what? beginning... <laughs> The, so the beginning, you know, the crawl is like, so the emperor sent out a signal is like, what up, peeps? I'm back. And then Kylo. I, so <laughs> listen, I loved this because we talked about, I've mentioned for the last like two years, I wanted Kylo to dig his heels in and be an actual villain for once and like, all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the opening of this movie of him just like cutting people down and like the emperor and he's like, oh, the emperor's back. Well, I'll kill him too because I'm in charge now. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. But then we got to see a physical Palpatine, which I went on and on about in our pre-episode. <laughs> about how show. much you would hate that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much and did I, you hate it, Brian? <laughs> a lot. Okay, listen. So I'm a massive EU fan, right? Mm-hmm. I read them growing up. I still love them. I think they're fantastic. My least favorite thing from the old EU were the Palpatine clones. I hated them as a kid. I did not want them. This is this reminded me of episode seven when Kylo turned out to be Han's son. I was like, why? It's like it's trying to appease people. Be like, you know, the old EU. We went into the EU. Check it out. All the old EU fans. We we got you, buddy. It's like, yeah, but you picked the dumb one. Don't mm-hmm. do that one. Because in the old EU, the Emperor had a, like a thousand clones of himself, but they had like essentially a timer on them where they would only last for a little while. So his objective was to jump into Luke's body and possess him. So they wanted Vader to go, grab Luke Skywalker, I can jump into his body, and then I'll live forever through Luke who's a super powerful Jedi. So dumb. So dumb. Why? <laughs> like, I was just, I was not into it. So when he showed him, I was like, okay, the Snoke in the in the tanks, that was kind of weird. I was like, what? Yeah. All right. So I got a lot of questions. A lot of questions pertaining to that. And then you actually see Palpatine, and he's like, got no pupils, and he's just like hanging out. And he's, My boy. Uh... I was like, okay, what is, all right, so that's not him, that is him? And he was like, oh, I'll kill you. He's like, I've died before. And you're like, okay, how does this, all right. Like, they kind of were like, oh, you know, ancient Sith magic and cloning and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, all right, magic in Star Wars, I get it. Dark Sisters did some crazy stuff too. All right, but also, all right, you know, so. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I I wish. Yeah. Like, after this movie, my biggest takeaway is I wish Palpatine had never come back. I wish Kylo would have had, like, he was the villain. He was the enemy yep. number one. Yep. But. I I, I would not have minded if Palpatine came back in the way that Darth Bane came back in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just his spirit attached to a specific thing. And then that, like, I liked the idea that Kylo was, like, showing up okay yeah i'll take a new empire why not hell yeah i'm the bad guy and i'm gonna be the real bad guy here and the fact that palpatine's playing i was like all right cool i don't understand the whole like i've been every voice inside your head since the beginning i was like okay so then what was the point of snoke 
you know, just to train him, I guess. But so that was a little like, okay, all right. Like, well, and why I, are there so many Snokes? I don't get that. What? Yeah, I don't know. Why are I you growing more? If he comes back, Kylo's going to be like, bro, what happened? I literally cut you in half. Like, yeah, I don't get that, that. What were what were those for? Why did they show that? There, there was a lot of things in this movie that made that you I was say like, why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, also like, well, that okay, like. So going into this, everyone kept talking about, I want you to leave this movie feeling satisfied. Oh, God. I'm so glad we're do getting you into that? this. Let's do okay. this. Okay. <laughs> this is my favorite conversation. Listen. They wanted us to feel satisfied and that delighted. Was so yeah, satisfied that was the word. So satisfied and delight are the two key words that apparently yes. JJ wrote on a whiteboard in a room. Yep. When they were talking so, about how they wanted people to feel at the end of this trilogy. Correct. And guess what, bros? I didn't feel any of those things now, at all. Now, remember, <laughs> I really liked this movie. I'm going to say this a million times. Mm-hmm. I did not feel satisfied at all because it didn't feel like an ending to me. And at all. And this is exactly what I was complaining about when we talked about The Rise of Skywalker, like the last time we talked about it leading up to the movie. I don't remember when that was. And my biggest complaint at the time, and I don't even think you understood it. I was just like, I'm so sick of the marketing saying this is the end. Because I was like, they're not going to do that. And guess what? They didn't do that. And They didn't. And you know what's going to happen? In 2028, we're going to get a cool random teaser trailer of somebody finding the lightsabers buried in the sand, and there's going to be a new bad guy, and we're going to go through this all over again. And Rey's going to have to save the galaxy once and for all. We didn't get an ending, guys. We didn't get an ending. We did not. Which is so frustrating when they beat that over our heads with a stick, and I knew they were lying, and guess what? They lied. Yeah. It was, I mean, you remember beforehand, I was like, okay, episode six was the perfect ending for everything. So for episode nine. I'm so happy at the end of episode six. Yeah. And this was like. The worst. The thing is like, I, because I said, so one of the main reasons that I don't like episode seven was because episode six ended so perfectly. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, if you're going to bring it back, if you're going to dig this up, you need to justify to me why we didn't get our ending. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they did not. Um, so at the end of this, I'm like, okay, well, I want something on par with the end of episode six because mm-hmm. we had our ending and now you need to give me a better ending mm-hmm. to justify why you didn't do the ending beforehand. Right. Uh, I did not feel that because there were so many things that I was like, okay, well, I'm interested to see where Jenna's from and the fact that she's Lando's like, I'm mm-hmm. interested in that. I'm interested to see where Ray goes from here and has more adventures. Like I shouldn't feel that. I should feel like, ah, right. Close the book the end it's like we feel like ooh, there's gonna be a Jana disney plus series and yeah exactly which i'm totally for more lando please but that's the thing is like i shouldn't want more at the end of this right well that wasn't the purpose of this movie i think with solo a lot of us were like ooh, let's see crimson dawn and i think that's fine to want that because that movie wasn't the end of a of an era of a saga of a giant story of a lineage i agree just a little extra oomph you know to the story we already knew totally so going back i'm gonna sigh <laughs> a lot in this show <laughs> that's okay that's okay so that's what that that's how this movie started right which i liked i liked that a lot i thought it was cool that we're like right to the gate let's do this let's not lead up to palpatine let's have him in the beginning let's have kylo be like sure whatever let's go were you surprised I liked, by that i was surprised i was that he very went surprised palpatine so fast I was very surprised that they had him get to Palpatine so fast. I'm not I surprised that, that Kylo like, like midway through the movie. 
Yeah, same. Not the opening scene. Yeah, uh, but yikes. but I really like that because you know we're all wondering how does Palpatine fit into this? It goes here. Like I I liked that a lot. They were like, what did you boom. think of the Wayfinders, aka you, the you mean the Sith holocrons? But not holocrons. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was dumb. Just the shape. I like the idea that there's a Sith Wayfinder. Like, just pick a different shape, guys. What are we doing? Pick a, like everyone. Pick a everyone circle. who's seen Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, everyone who's seen anything animated. We're like, oh, it's a Sith holocron. It's a Wayfinder. A what? Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Let's just make. Okay. Could have picked any shape in the world. Had to. All right. You know. Never mind. I'll I'll I'll, I'll sit over here. I'll be over here. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that was kind of all right. Cool. Whatever. That's dumb. Anyway, <laughs> I thought they looked cool. I like the fact that it was like space inside of a container, and there were bleeps. And like, I like the idea that you can only get to this place with this thing. Like, I liked that. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind the name, even though it's a little on the nose. Um, I just thought the design was like, why have a holocron and not a holocron? It's like having a Jason Solo, but not a Jason Solo. But whatever. Whatever, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. Um, then we get to the uh, light speed skipping, which I thought was pretty cool. I, I like I this because we got to see. I love that. I liked it. I liked that we got to see like a little bit of like shifty sort of flying. Like, okay, all right. It's a little dangerous. I got. I love seeing Poe pilot the Falcon. Um, I liked Bulio. I thought he was cool looking. I think Claude was totally wasted. Yeah, what the re- heck was up with that? Why the heck is he on the poster? Like, I agree. I agree. I was expecting a lot more Claude. I was excited for more Claude because I think his design's really cool. I like Nick Kellington a lot, who's in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that he was like, you fixed the Falcon? He's like, nah, I'm figuring it out. Like, I just, no I like that he was on the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. I like Claude a lot. Um, I feel like that I was a like total he... waste. Like, what? Why? Yeah. I mean, I bet he was in way more scenes and they just got cut. I'm sure. Because he's on, he's on the poster, right? I'm so sure. I thought that was cool. I liked the fact that like Poe and Chewie are flying and like when he hits stuff, he's like, I know, I know, I know. Like I liked mm-hmm. that back and forth. I liked this scene a lot. Um, I actually liked, mo- I really liked most of this movie until the reveal. Um, like, uh, And having seen it three times now, I'm like, man, I really like this. Um, I like that the First Order is like constantly hunting them. So it's like, you got to get in, get the message, get quick. We got to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fast pace of all that. Um yeah, light speed skipping I thought was kind of cool because we got to see more planets, mm-hmm. you know, just real quick. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, this felt Star Wars to me. Um, just long enough, like, all right, and get, and then skip, and then again. I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, I like that. Ray training. This was, this is one. So, my favorite thing about this movie, the thing that I absolutely loved was everything with Leia. Mm-hmm. Everything with Leia. I, w- one of my favorite things from the old EU was Jedi Leia. Because she straight up, like, gets her own lightsaber. She becomes a straight-up Jedi. Like, I love that. And that was something going into this that I'm pretty sure I mentioned. They're like, what do you want in Episode Nine? I was like, I want to see Leia train Rey. I do. If I had a pie in the sky, that's what I want. And I got that. You know, so I love that she was, like, meditating with the rocks flowing around her and the friggin' circles. And I was like, oh, sweet. She's a straight-up Jedi. Sign me up. She called Leia Master, and I was like, oh, yes. Like, I so down. I just wish they... And I, I know they were using footage of Carrie, yep. which is great, but Agreed. you could have had a body double with Carrie's face superimposed for the things I'm about to say, but I wish we could have seen her grab something with the force or just like do, she's just standing there. And I was like, yep. wish we had a little more because that's great that she's training her, but that wasn't really exciting to me. And I didn't have any expectations with any of Leia's 
um, part in this movie. So I wasn't disappointed by that because I was happy to get whatever we did get. But I think they're, I think they really could have done more, uh, had they used, if she were alive, sure. Well, had they used a body double just... I mean, they clearly had someone in there for stand-ins and stuff, and I think they could have done mo- yeah. more of that. And I don't know. I mean, we'll get to this in a little bit, but they just uh, shared information that Billy Lord plays the flashback of young Leia, and then they superimposed oh, footage. Did you know that? I've read nothing oh, from anyone. Yeah. So that's, that's Billy Lord, cool. and then they Great. used footage of Carrie from... Um, Return of the Jedi on her face and the crazy thing is what? Billy Lord is 26 and Carrie Fisher was 26 when she was in uh, Return of the Jedi so they're the same age and obviously Billy looks a lot like her mom um, right. but they still did like the face thing and that's cool I don't know I think they could have done a little bit more of that with older Leia to have her move around she was just so stiff in everything Right. Well, but it's footage from still, a different movie. They still did a great job with her. Not gonna, not gonna knock that. But that's cool. Wish about they could have done that. a little more. But yeah, that was cool. Right on. I'm down with that. But yeah, I, I, I loved that. You know, one of my favorite moments in Episode Eight was Leia using the Force because I've waited my entire life to see that on screen. And this time, she's training Ray, and I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. Like this was on my checklist of like wishes, and I got it. We got to see Ray train. It was really cool. I like that little montage thing. And then the Falcon comes back and Ray and Poe arguing about each other. I really enjoyed. Um, um. Then, it, <laughs> then, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so I like that we got to see Ray reading the ancient Jedi texts. I thought that was cool. I thought that was something that was just going to fall by the wayside. Um, by the wayfinder. By the wayfinder. <laughs> Um, and then they're like, well, all right, here's the deal. Palpatine's actually back. Here's Dominic Monaghan. And then let's go to Pasana. Oh, and let's make sure that we make it known that Rose is going to stay behind. Yeah. Let's make that. So that's a thing. I hate that. And I I didn't even love Rose. Like, but I still hate that. I did. I loved Rose, but it was very much like, okay. Like, I feel like there was probably stuff. Well, I, okay. I don't feel like, I hope that there was stuff with Rose that was shot. There was. And they just got, That's and they just got confirmed. cut for time. But the fact I don't know, that I've they cut it is still a gold medal to all the people that ruined Kelly Marine's Kelly Marie Tran's life online and were super hateful. It, it, it just like gave them a thumbs up, in my opinion. It was like, cool, let's keep harassing people because we'll get what we want. And yeah, that should ridiculous. not be the message. And I, I know people can interpret that in many different ways. So you might not yeah. take it the way I am. But to me, I took it that way. And it's super dumb. <laughs> so yeah, dumb. I, I wonder, because you know, when it comes to movie making stuff, I, I'm not a cynical person, but I take a more cynical stance mm-hmm. in a lot of things just from production side of it. Um, yeah, I loved Rose. I thought she was amazing. Well, um, I- one of my favorite things about episode nine was the new characters. Like I loved Dio. I loved Zori. I loved Jana. Loved all of them, but I could have done without all of them. And I would have preferred to have done without all of them. If it would have given more time with the characters we already know, which was 
annoying. And I was thinking about this last night, actually. I loved Jana. Loved her. But I was like, if they had never brought Naomi Aki out at Celebration, if if she had not been involved in any press material, if, if she had been just, if she had just shown up in the movie and had her part, I wouldn't be so bothered by the fact that her character took time away from Rose and, in my opinion, the trio as a whole. Because right. they wouldn't have like hyped her up so much. She just would have been there. She just would have been a village person that was there to help them get a raft, you know? Essentially, sure. that's what she needed to do. And right. the fact that they are just like so hardcore into promoting everyone and everything and bringing in new characters to be interviewed for press things, it's like, ugh, why? Yeah. I, it's like um, Aaron Kellyman, she was. Right nobody knew who she was and i think that made her character so much cooler because we weren't sitting there expecting and waiting for her to take the helmet off and to be a badass and to all that you know she was just there she was awesome right well she couldn't do anything like that because that would have ruined the reveal right but yeah i mean it's but uh, leading up to this movie, people were anticipating, ooh, maybe Janna is Lando's daughter, and ooh, maybe she's related to Finn. Like, all of that stuff was expected, and had we not right. known that she was even going to be in the movie, the whole Lando-Janna father-daughter thing would have actually been cool. And I don't think it's cool. I think it's annoying. But wow. had it been, like, a complete <laughs> surprise, it would have been like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah. I mean, for sure. But I still liked it. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I do think that uh, Rose was criminally underused. Um, I don't know. I didn't take it as a slight. Um, I took it as you packed way too much in this movie and tried to do too many things that she ended up being the one of the things that got cut. Mm-hmm. Not because of people that didn't like her, but because of time. Like you just you just had too many things. You I had just too hope many that was like she was never a, a factor when they were really getting into the editing and really cutting a lot. Yeah. I hope it was never like, well, let's cut Rose over this was. other thing because blah blah blah. I just yeah, I don't think it was. I that could have been I mean, a subconscious thing though. That may have never been spoken, but it I mean, could have yeah, been a subconscious thing. Could have, but that's kind of reaching a little bit, isn't it? I don't. You know, think it's so. like I feel like it's putting a lot onto because I will say that I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will stand on that on that hill. Um, anyone that mistreated Kelly Marie Tran at all, get out of here. I have no time for you. Yeah. Because um, I love Rose as a character. I really do. Um, and I think she should have been in this more. But I feel like she was a victim of too many things trying to fit into a small box as opposed to trying to appease the people that hated on her. Like, I don't think ILM or Lucasfilm or anyone like that is going to be like, man, those people like hate her. Let's just, let's just kind of cut her down. You know what I mean? Like well, I just that's I what I'm can't saying. I don't think they would say that, but I think it yeah. could possibly think, be in the back of someone's head of saying, Wow, Rose was like the most hated thing out of The Last Jedi. Why would we want to give her more screen time? Yeah, I just I you know I feel I feel like that's projecting a little bit. But I could be wrong. I d I'm like I, said, I try to look at things optimistically, but every now and then cynical side comes out. I feel like that's a little bit like oh man. You know, it's like I'm we're just saying angry it could happen. looking. It's, it's I mean, it, anything could happen. Yeah, but I feel like we're angry and looking for somewhere to put it. You know. Yeah. As far as as far as that goes, that's that's how I feel about that. I don't think it was a conscious decision to cut Kelly Marie Tran out because everyone loves her. Right. You know, and I I think it was just a matter of time. I mean, the movie's two and a half hours long. Good lord, right? Mm-hmm. And they already 
packed the hell out of it. I mean, think about there were like no creature moments in this thing. There that's were a, no that's a moments like, period. It was just like that's a big <laughs> thing for me. You know, I'm Team CFX. Yeah. And this whole time, I was like, the creatures were so underutilized. I loved that we got Bulio, a talking creature with a moment. I'm like, yes, please. We got like ten seconds of Claude, which I'm like, all right, well, and cool. Bulio was even extremely brief when they brought in his head. I was like, well, that was fast. I was like, right. But he got a line. Like, the fact that he got lines, you know, like, win the war. Like, I was yeah. cool with that. You know, there's a spy in the first door. He got a he got a real moment. So down, right? Claude's in the Falcon. He had that really funny scream. So down. But other than that, there were a few, it, like, Pasana I loved. Oh, okay. Because we got some creature moments. This is my right? favorite part of the movie. It's great. The little so that's babies. Actually, that's what happens next is, you know, the Falcon, right? And they're like, all right, I got to go finish what he started. I think I got an idea. And they're like, well, we're coming with you. I love that moment. I love it. She's like, I'm going on. I said, yeah, we're coming with you. I'm like, there there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Give me some of that. I like Pisana a lot. I like the creatures a lot. I like that they're in the middle of a festival. Dude, like, the dance so was cool. The dance was yeah, so good. Yeah, it was. I thought 3PO was hilarious in this movie. I was so disenchanted by him, which is so unusual really? for me. Because I love his character. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I liked that he was like, well, you know, I'm here too, by the way. Like, I thought it was really funny. I think it's because I'm so over Anthony Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Because I don't that, understand that why I didn't it. really enjoy his character in this. But it, it could be that. Okay, I'm well, annoyed. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like when he, oh, we, look at that. We're here at the festival and this is really cool. Like, it's going to be great. And like, oh, great. He goes, it is great. And then they kind of look at him and he's like, oh, well, what's uh, over there? I was mm -hmm. like, it's oh, 3PO doing his thing. Um, I love I, I love those little babies. Same, so same. Cute. She got she got to talk to the one. And those that were probably was cool. some of the cutest creatures we've ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah. they were they were adorable. I did really so like them cute. a lot. Um, so they're looking for some things, and then Ray and Kylo have another one of their Force Bondy moments. And listen, so I like. <laughs> The, I, I like the idea of the Force Bond. I like when they have visions. I like that they don't really seemingly get to choose when it happens. I thought that was cool. I was not a fan of the objects being able to be transferred part. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that it's a plot device. I understand that, you know, they established that in the beginning so that they could do the big thing later on with the lightsabers. Like, I get it. But it seemed kind of game-breaky for me. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're just going to allow anything. Like, there's no limitations to this whatsoever. It was a weird sort of, for like, heavy-handed sort of thing for me. Like, I just wasn't really down with it. I think you know? that didn't bother me because Ahsoka was pulled through a portal. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, but that, was, but that was, like, a portal, like, in another, like, world of the Force. Like, they went into the Force as opposed to this is like, oh, we can just I know. do whatever we want now. I know. Yeah. It didn't bother me as much, though. I don't think it yeah. was necessary. Yeah, it bothered me because I was like, what? Like, the moment with the lightsabers was cool, though. At the I end. loved that moment. I thought, that, like, I said, I'm glad that that happened, but at first I was like, what? What are we doing? All right. Yeah. Um, but then we got Lando, oh, who my was man. Oh, God. Perfect. He was so well done. I was nervous he, because he was I think. I think I had really high hopes for Lando and Solo and wasn't really 
over the moon excited. I don't think he was bad, but there were some things that kind of bugged me. And in this movie, it was perfect. I so agree. perfect. Billy D is just a babe. Still got it. And Still got it. Man, I love him. I love him. I agree. He was my my so sweet. my favorite things in this movie that I like absolutely love were Leia and Lando. Same. I thought I thought he was so good and like the reveal of like oh who's this guy that just shot a stormtrooper in the face so oh, cool and then he Wookiees stand out in a crowd you're like oh it's Lando yeah, awesome cool. like knew he was in the movie didn't know it was him there you know what yeah I mean? that was a great reveal I liked I liked that moment a lot mm-hmm. and and then the fact that he was like you know oh Luke was looking out there I know I was with him I was like oh that's cool Luke and Lando adventures I want more of that mm-hmm. you know I like that a lot um, so then. They go, they get chased by stormtroopers that have jetpacks now. They fly now. I'm so and then... that line. <laughs> Savannah, they fly now? I don't ever want uh, to hear it again. Stop. Oh, my God. Well, listen, they fly now. <laughs> and so they go into the sinking fields. Interesting. They fall through. Um, remember before this came out, and I was like, the Mandalorian episode before the finale is 100% going to yep. tie into episode nine? Yep. Well, point one for Brian. I agree uh, with you. You did. You I did. Thought. This for all. This for all the haters. Oh. Uh, point point one for Brian. Uh, because the force healing happened, and when it happened, I was like, okay, this is a very like Harry Potter moment happening right now. You know, I was kind of expecting yeah, him to start felt, speaking parcel tongue. Yeah, that felt very Harry Potter to me too. You know, so I was like, okay, all right, we got a little little basilisk action going on. Uh. So she heals it. I liked this moment a lot because it was a very Jedi thing to do. You know, Jedi respect life in all forms, and even if it seems like an enemy, if you meet it with compassion, the Force kind of repays you with a good deed afterwards. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a very cool scene. After it happened, I imagined what would have happened if we hadn't seen the Yoda baby do it first. Oh, yeah. And the internet would have been on fire. Yeah. They're like, where'd she learn to do that? Why can she force you? Now, blah, 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 blah. And I'm so like, guys, dumb. listen. Yeah, right? And like knowing that that would have happened, I was like, thank God for the Yoda baby. Yeah. Uh, and the forward the thinking. Fanboys. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I thought that was a cool moment. They got out. Um, they go to Ochi's ship. They find the dagger thing. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, let's talk about the dagger. Let's do it. It's so, dumb. Three. <laughs> Well, it was awesome until the later on part for me. Until she um, pulled out the little thingy and used it as a yeah. map. And it was like, yeah. really? You just happen yeah. to be standing in the right spot with yeah. the right well, depth of field. Yeah. And you oh, held yeah. it up at just the right angle. And then this thing comes out that you just happen to know about. Well, what? I mean, it gets, it gets way worse than that. And I'll get to that later. Um, but I, it, I thought it was funny that they read the dagger. 3PO read it, but he couldn't actually say it. So they needed to go like hack into his memory. I was like, all right, that's cool. He's like programmed where he can't read the runes of the Sith. All right, cool. They go to Ochi's ship. They start it up. Ray is like, hold on. I sense a disturbance. Walks outside. Chewie gets taken. Oh, here's a thing too that I was spoiled. So I had, I had what? seen that Chewbacca got a medal. So I knew that when oh. he had his fake out death, I knew that he wasn't dead. Meanwhile, my friend next to me was like on the verge of tears. And I was thinking... He's not dead. He gets a medal, and that hasn't happened yet. Wow. So that moment meant nothing to me. I was sitting there with like my arms crossed, like, "All right, when are we gonna find out that he's still alive?" <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. 
That moment in the theater shocked me. I think I would have cried had I not known because I love Chewbacca and that would have been super sad. Same. I, yeah, I was like mouth, jaw dropped, like, because <gasps> it was a really cool way to do it, you know, before we found out her heritage. Um, <laughs> it was a cool thing where like she's still, you know, she's still learning the force and like lost control for a second. I was like, oh man, they killed... She killed Chewie. Oh my god! Like I was shocked. Yeah. Um, but luckily he did not die. Um, yeah. so that was cool. But also, everyone died so many times in this movie. Ben died like three times. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> and then Ray died once, and then Chewie died. Like everyone, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it made um, the impact a lot less impactful. Honestly, <laughs> like it's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I the Chewie moment was pretty crazy. First I feel time like I saw death it, I like, in Star what? Wars is so insignificant now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, obviously people are upset about yeah. certain things, but it's yeah. uh, literally <laughs> anyone can come back at this point. So. Yeah, I mean. You can yeah, be we'll sad we'll and then that. one day you'll be happy because they'll bring your fave back. <laughs> one day. Yeah. One day. Um, we have many years of Star Wars ahead of us. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Chewie's not dead, which was cool. Um, they go to Kajimi to meet Babu Frick, who was great. Mm-hmm. I love Babu. I think he's hilarious. I like his voice. I like that. Hey, hey! I think I every time he did that, I laughed. I like Babu a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot. I love that he's a black market droid smith. I liked Zori more than I thought I would. She was great. I, she was I cool. liked her a lot, too. Yeah, I thought she was really cool. I'm glad um, we got to see her eyes. I love that, like, just a little bit of Yeah. Warning personal connection yep, i thought she was gonna take her point. helmet off in that right. moment but she didn't but it was good i'm glad i'm glad she didn't i thought it was good you couldn't see her mouth so she had to perform with her eyes i thought it was amazing <laughs> carrie russell killed it yeah i love her blasters they're like old pirate pistols they just look cool um yeah i thought zori was really really cool what do you I... think of the whole poe spice runner thing yeah so my thing is who cares yeah okay okay can i tell you my point of view on this actually before you even get into it when they said it i was just like okay and then i saw everybody online being like what he was like a drug dealer and i was like what i was like is that what that means i didn't know Oh, you didn't know what it meant no oh that's hilarious spice spice is like the star wars cocaine no idea I thought yeah, they were like, meaning salt and pepper. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, like the spice mines of Kessel? Yeah. Yeah, spice is a drug. It's like the drug in Star Wars. How did I not know that? Because you didn't read any of the old EU. Cool. Yeah, well, it's like Well, I didn't know, thing. and I didn't care when they said that. I was yeah. like, <laughs> whatevs. Love me some kn- oregano and some basil too, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. no, spice, spice is, is drugs. Mm. But knowing that, I was like, who cares? Like, yeah. What? Like, why are we being so judgmental about this? <laughs> like, well, you know, clearly, oh, he was a drug it, runner. It, All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why people would be upset about that when clearly Poe has dedicated his life to the resistance and doing what's right. Yeah, and like, it's the Star Wars galaxy. You got to survive. So like, why did they even put it in there? I guess is my uh, question. Be- well, what it does is it adds another layer to Poe because Gross. up until now, you know, he was this like fly boy kind of perfect you know hero type and you're like well he wasn't always this hero he used to used to be a drug dealer you know it adds a it adds a layer to him but like 
I didn't mind that. I was like, all right, cool. You know, like Han Solo has done, he's been a smuggler and done a ton of shady stuff. You're like, all right, cool. It just adds layers to him. You know? Yeah, exactly. So like Poe was also a bad boy at one point. But my thing is like, everyone was being so like judgmental about it. (laughs) Like, like you, you ran spice, you're a spice runner. Like who cares right now? He's, He's a general you. in the resistance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, yeah. beggars can't be choosers here. We're fighting the First Order. You can take, like, criminals, and you need all the help you can get. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that I was interesting, because my in-the-movie theater experience, and then hearing more about it online, I was like, huh? I didn't get it. <laughs> That's so funny. That is yeah. funny. I had no idea. Yeah. So, that happens. 3PO gets uh, his memory wiped. You but know, then he so gets it was... back, so it doesn't really mean anything. That's true. So yeah, even three PO fake died in this. Dude, <laughs> I cannot get over how annoying that is. The fake died. It has or the zero 3PO? emotional weight. If I were to watch this movie again, I would be so angry because of this stuff. This is why I can't see it again. Yeah. Because none of that yeah. means anything when you see it again. Yeah. There's no. Emotion. I mean, you still, you still get Babu. He's pretty excited about it. He was all There's right. Your emotion. Um, so there was that, and then Ray and Kylo have their, like, battle over the Force Bond thing, which I thought also was like, okay, all right. Like, I like limitations mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but when you, like, throw it all to the wind, I'm like, okay, so, all right, <laughs> I have a question. When yes. you watch uh, Star Wars movies in the theaters, are you, uh, do you make audible reactions to things, or do you kind of keep everything in and just process it in your head? Oh, I don't. I can't hold that in. I would. I have got to see a Star Wars movie with you one day for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So that I yeah, can yeah. see you go, whoa, or ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so curious yeah. what that's like. Yeah, I'm. I'm that guy that I'm like, <gasps> like, yeah. I'm not even joking. That's like funny. in Episode Eight, when you see Yoda's ears for the first time, oh, it was a dead yeah. quiet theater, and then just <gasps> <laughs> same. So yeah, I'm. I'm that guy. <laughs> so yeah, and this I was like, all right, huh? You know, a lot. Of, a lot of that. Um, uh, those are usually me, internal. Remind though. me when we get to the Ray Kylo kiss to tell you something about uh, an audible reaction in the theater. <laughs> oh boy! All right. <laughs> so Ray goes into, uh, you know, her um, into Kylo's room. You see the Vader mask. You see Chewie's stuff. She gets the knife back. Uh, Poe and Finn get captured, and then we find out that Hux is the spy. Good job, Sky Talkers. Called in. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually liked that. Yeah, I because, didn't mind that. Because, you know, like, he's like, I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo to lose. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's a cool, that's a Hux moment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, General Pride was like, um, boom, it was him. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that was very uh, sudden. I liked that a lot. I like General Pride. I thought he was great. Like, he's up there, like, as far as, like, Imperial, like, leadership goes and, like, scary and imposing and stuff, like, he's he killed it. I thought he did really good. I, I barely him remember him. Well, all right. All right. Here we are. <laughs> so then she fi- Kylo finds out that she's in his room, and he's just straight up like, oh, yeah, by the way, I found out the rest of your story. I'll come tell you. And you're like, oh, all right. All right. Getting a little tense here. Then the and eye rolls begin. Then they get up there. They have this moment. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I had to show you in the desert that you got power. You got his power. You're his granddaughter. And I, in the theater, was like, what? And then I like face palmed. I was like, "What? What is? What is? What is going on?" Which is the same reaction I had in Episode Seven when Snoke was like, "You know, the droid and the girl are in on the Millennium Falcon with your father." 
And I was like, what? Han Solo. Yeah. They even have to say it. (laughs) Yeah. In in the theater for seven, I was like, what? Like, I didn't like that at all. Um, That one didn't bother me as much. It bothered me a lot. Um, This one bothers me a whole lot. I hate it. Yeah. Hate Which, with a passion more than I, anything I've ever hated. I have hated a lot to, of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that I, for once, agree with you. The The two things that I hate in Star Wars are Agent Kolar and the fact that Rey's a Palpatine. This is the dumbest thing ever. I Yeah, I despise it. And there were people, when Episode Seven came out, they were like, oh, she's a Palpatine. And I was like, that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And this was a moment where I was like, this is appeasing a group of fan theorists online. So I think this was part of the leaks that came out months ago that I found when I went back to do some digging. Oh, Honestly, if I had seen this at that time, I would have been like, ha ha, that's so fake. That's never going to happen. Yeah. I would have totally not believed it. Same. But, and, and, and so like... It's so get... bad, and it it ruins. I already said that the force of, or the last Jedi kind of ruined Ray's character for me. This uh-huh. one just puts just the final nail blows in the that out of the water as far as how <laughs> bad it is. So there's no yeah. chance in hell that I'll ever appreciate Ray the way I did when I first saw the Force Awakens. She wow, no, forget it. I forget about it. <laughs> so. Listen, Ray, I love. I love her as a character. This, to me, was, like I said, it felt like appeasing theorists, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, I had this theory, and like maybe whoever, like when they were writing this, they're like, oh, interesting. She could be a pal- What if she is a Palpatine? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know what's worse than finding out you're nobody? Finding out you're somebody but bad. And I'm like, no, no, not true at all. It was great that she was nobody because, you know, she doesn't have to be somebody. Um, so I hated this. <laughs> I really did. I really did because it felt so unnecessary. It is. She's like, a nobody. If you, That's if what you take is. out, if you take out that she's Palpatine, the movie is the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. She can be terrified that he's going to turn her to the dark side. Not because she's his granddaughter, but just because she's the last Jedi. Right. And she could be like, I don't know. I feel like I'm fighting the darkness. Like maybe he could turn me. I don't know. I'm I'm scared of myself. Take out the Palpatine stuff. The movie is exactly the same. It was unnecessary. I was not into it at all. Uh, one of the main reasons is because she's 19, right? Around that, probably 20. Mm-hmm. Her dad looked to be pretty young. You know, late 30s, early 40s, probably. So timeline wise, his 30s. You know, so so timeline wise. We're talking about like episode five, episode six, Palpatine having babies. That's a little weird. Somebody, and uh, then, one of the the dudes that I told you was complaining about Rose on my Facebook. He thinks uh-huh. that um, Palpatine was doing it in like episode one. <laughs> and I was like, okay, clearly your timeline doesn't <laughs> match up here. Like he thinks that's when he had raised. Oh, pig no, dad. no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, and I was that like, don't work. Um. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little weird. Um and granted, in the old EU, like <laughs> some of the some of the worst EU, absolutely. He had a son named like Tricoplips or something like that. He had three Whoa, eyes. Oh what? <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm telling the old EU is 
that's why it's so funny when people are like, oh, yeah, the old EU. Some of it is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Some of the best Star Wars to this date is from the old EU. Also, some of the worst Star Wars ever <laughs> is from the old EU. It was not all good, and some of it was unspeakably bad. So it's a, it's weird to kind of, you know, deify it. But anyway, yeah, there's a, there's a whole series where Palpatine had a son, and he was, like, the rightful heir of the Empire, and he had three eyes, and, like, it was weird. It was real weird. Like, there's an entire book called The Glove of Darth Vader, which I kind of liked as a kid, to be honest with you. But hindsight, I was like, whoa. Where it was like the rightful ruler of the Empire had to find the right-hand glove of Darth Vader that Luke cut off in episode six. <laughs> and, like, if you could find the glove, like, you... It was like Excalibur, you like know? And Thanos like, with his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like you're looking for the the glove of Darth Vader. Um that's funny. Which, like, Pablo said a really funny joke using that title. I'll tell you guys later. But, uh, yeah, so this whole this whole Palpatine thing, I was like, what is going on? And it was very clear. Like, I've always been an apologist as far as, like, storyline goes. Like, no, they, they, had, a, they had a plan no. up until now. Like, a loose plan, but a plan. This, I was like, oh, they had no plan. There's no way. They had no plan at all. There was no seeds for this laid. There was no nothing. And then <laughs> Monique actually did not like this movie at all. And oh. one of the things she talked about, she goes, oh, so Kylo was totally lying in episode eight when he's like, oh, yeah, your parents, I've seen it. I know who you are. You're filthy junk traders. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, that's not true. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what upsets um, me the most because I I didn't care who the heck she was. But stop jerking me around for three movies, making me think one thing yeah. and then think another and then you completely change it. Like, yeah stick with a thing like we had we got our answer in the last movie move on and let her face a different challenge why, why are we still going back to this stupid question i agree and nobody she asks be. you that in real life <laughs> i mean you know what maybe this is in part due to this fan speculation because everyone's like who's Ray's mom who are their parents who are their parents for years who are their parents made a really big deal out of it then when episode eight came out they're like nobody well i'm not happy with that answer so episode nine they're like all right Maybe you're happy with this answer. It's appeasing the fans more. Maybe but, that's it because but, people were so unhappy with the no one response. They're like, "Well, if you want someone, we'll give you someone. How about how about Palpatine, huh? How's that for a someone?" You know what I mean? That's not what we wanted, guys. I know. I was fine with the answer we got. Same, I didn't but a care. lot of people weren't. Well, they need a to lot get of people over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't agree. have to get over it, but they need to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Savannah Ugh, method. So yeah. dumb. That rule should apply to everyone but me. Anyways, yeah, Ray a... Palpatine is the dumbest thing to ever happen. And imagine knowing that several days yeah. before the movie came out and having to sit with that and not being able to tell anybody. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, a... Brian, if you had known that days before I knew and you couldn't tell me and you were mad what? about it, and then you were waiting to yeah. see how it played out in the movie, and it was even worse than you could have possibly imagined. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's I can't. the worst. Yeah, that's, I just, I can't, it just, it was an unnecessary thing that I really, really, really dislike. Like, uh, like Agent Kolar level, like, what is going on here? Um, because, you know, like, I like JJ a lot as a person. He seems really, really cool. I think he's very talented at starting things. Um, I don't think he has the greatest track record on ending things. Uh, I I, I kind of feel like, and mind you, I haven't read anything uh, from after the movie interviews with anyone that made it. I have no idea on purpose because I didn't want it to influence this show. 
Um, I've not listened to any podcasts about how people feel about it because, again, I didn't want it to influence how the show. I do feel like Chris Terrio is probably going to end up being the scapegoat for the whole thing. Uh, I think people are going to want to crucify him and blame him for all of it. He's already been crucified. Has he? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, happen. like... It's it's done. That, okay. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Like I said, nothing. Uh, but, you know, this is JJ's movie. Like, Chris helped him write it, but this is JJ's movie. And he started it in episode seven, you know, which a lot of people do. Uh, but episode nine, it's like, dude, you, there's no way in hell you can tell me that you... When, ma- when, when making episode seven, there's no way you were like, oh, she's a Palpatine. Yeah, right. you just wait. There's well, no way. Not trying to like influence your thoughts, but just to give you a little backstory, because I think you're unaware. But post Tross, Chris Terrio has been doing a ton of interviews with major news outlets, and he is constantly contradicting Dangerous. himself in every new interview. So like an interview just came out yesterday, and he said a lot of things that contradicted his last interview. And that's why people are crucifying him, because he can't pick a lane and he's like scrambling to do stuff and to cover his tracks and whatever. And and that's why he is like enemy number one. I don't Uh, think, I don't think that would have been um, the issue had he kept his mouth shut after the movie. Cause I think JJ is like obviously avoiding the press right now and as he should. Right. Um, and so Chris went into the line of fire, not realizing that maybe you should step away. Yeah. And JJ's like, ooh, it's real, all right. It's real stupid. Here. He's like making it worse and worse and worse every day, which is Does it so seem dumb. like, does it seem like he's still trying to give everyone the right answers and appease them and tell them what they want to hear? One million percent, yes. Which is what he did with the movie. A hundred percent, yeah. So that's why people are, are Poor guy. you know, dogging him, but it's his fault, like, Stop doing interviews with people. That's so stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, stupid. But I think my, uh, for my perspective, I don't understand clearly, and I don't think we will ever understand who did what and how much. And I'm, right. I can't place the blame on anyone specifically. I'd like to place the blame on Chris because he said so much stuff in these interviews that's like makes right. you scratch your head for days and be like, what the heck. Um, but sure. I'm sure that with the success of Endgame and all the Marvel films, Bob Iger sees a very clear formula that works for Marvel and maybe wanted to use the same formula for Star Wars. I don't know. I feel like this movie was tainted possibly too much by people higher up. And I don't think okay. I don't think JJ is the one person to blame. I don't think Chris is the one person to blame. I don't think Bob Iger is the right. one person to blame. I don't think Kathy Kennedy is one person to blame. I don't know what happened here, but I think there were probably a lot of voices being thrown in the pit and a lot of, um, right. you know, a lot of too many cooks in the kitchen, that type of situation. Sure. I think it was very much... Is a movie made by committee. Yeah, and I I yeah. really do like what J.J. did with The Force Awakens, which is why I don't think this was 100% his call, because The Force Awakens was very fan servicey, but it also had a purpose to do that, and I hate the word reboot, but they really did right. need to reboot Star Wars for you know, younger people and all that, which is fine. That's what they needed to do. It was successful, and... Yeah. He needed to play it safe with that movie if that's what their business decision was. And they had to. They had to. R- right, um, right. I would say it's more for the OT fans, though. Because our, our younger ones, we had Clone Wars 
up until a few years prior. Right, like, but we never, again, we, that's we a ne- business we didn't decision. Need- the people that right, right, right. are going to be spending more money, there are way more OT fans than Clone Wars fans. Yes, 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 yes. You know. uh, yeah, I agree. So I'm saying it needed I'm to saying. be re- it needed to be rebooted for them, not for the general audience. Right. So I don't yeah. think JJ I, was like solely responsible for this. I think he should carry a lot of the weight, if I'm being honest. And mind you, I like this movie a lot. So like JJ's a I did not hate this movie. Though. JJ's not gonna he, defy the odds he, like Ryan did. Exactly. Exactly. And that's my point. Like the and the other thing is like JJ rebooted the Star Trek series, and I thought they were great. He did that. Like, he lost. The first season of Lost is, like, one of the best seasons in all of TV. He's very good at starting things. He does not have a great track record of ending things. Mm-hmm. You know, so he brought his buddy on Cristerio to try and write it, and, like, that's what that's what happens, you know? And then, yeah, I guarantee there was a lot of cooks in the kitchens. There was a lot of trying to please the fans, you know, but, like... And make the most money possible. Like, Endgame yeah. crushed the box office, and I think they were trying to get Absolutely. that to happen again. Right, without doing the 10 years of... (laughs) Yeah, and like they didn't put in the work. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like Marvel, I'm a massive Marvel fan. They put in 10 years of work leading up to Endgame. Mm -hmm. Like 18 movies led to that one. This one, they're like, we'll just stamp Star Wars on it and that'll be fine. You know, and the other thing is like the reason I I put a lot of it at JJ's feet personally is because I remember Ryan and Kathleen Kennedy talking about episode eight. They're like, he had the most freedom in any movie he's ever made with this. Mm -hmm. That is his movie. They didn't tell him what to do. He just made his movie. Kathy was like, this is amazing. I'm really excited for you to see what Ryan did. Like he took full responsibility for that movie. Even Ryan was like, they let me do what I want. So I imagine to an extent, they also gave JJ the same sort of freedom. You know, I'm sure it wasn't as crazy because it's like, all right, you have a job here to end it. But I also believe that that's J.J.'s movie. I think Chris co-wrote it. I think J.J. co-wrote it. I think they get equal parts praise and blame for that. But at the end of the day, that is directed by J.J. Abrams. That's his movie. Mm-hmm. So we can crucify Chris Terrio all day long, but there should be somebody right up next to him. you know. And I think for praise be as well. I really like the movie. I think they both get credit for that. But also, my biggest gripes are story points. You know, where I'm like, that was... It feels like a movie made to appease the fans. And that is not Star Wars to me. Which is fine. I want to know what happened to the story group. (laughs) I feel like I could do a whole show just with like Charlotte and Caitlin about speculating on this movie because we have been diving into every little theory and piece of content whereas you (laughs) haven't. And I'm just like, where did they go? Because they were clearly not involved. Yeah, it's a a weird thing. I think that's where it comes down to... I mean, it comes down to the commercial side of it, you know? How many people in the general public even know the story group exists? Not many. Nobody. No. Nobody. We know, but even people... I bet you general fans, if you go to Celebration, not everybody knows the story group exists. absolutely (laughs) not. And that's the people that are paying $120 for a weekend to go see new Star Wars. Mm -hmm. They don't even know it exists. You know, so it's a weird... You may not know it exists, but uh, it's clear when things work and when things don't. And it's for a reason. It's because the people have been laying out the brickwork behind the scenes and making sure that everything fits together as flawlessly as possible. Absolutely. And I've said before, like, in the story group I trust, you know, like, Mm -hmm. they're the, the unspoken heroes of Star Wars. That's why I loved Solo so much. That's why I loved Rogue One so much. They are straight up, like... Oh, the story group was a real part of this. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You know, but this was episode nine and episode seven, I feel like were the most like commercially viable movies in all of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like they 
you know, where seven was a safe bet to like, here's a thing that you already like, but prettier. And then episode nine was like, here's everything that you've been asking for for the last three years. The problem <laughs> is the different people that got a vote don't agree with each other. Right. And then you put them all in the movie. Well, so that's what I was loses. saying. Like, even the people that got things they wanted, they still probably don't like the movie as a whole. I mean, I don't want to speak for them because they haven't right. done their full show yet. But I know Charlotte and Caitlin, like, they got a freaking Raylo kiss. And they still they did. don't love this movie. There's a lot of things in the movie that they got that they wanted and overall they still don't like. So it's interesting. I don't even think I got in anything in the movie that I wanted because I didn't have a list. I didn't have expectations. Right. So, so it's hard for me to like speak on that. But for some people who are very invested in the characters of the sequel trilogy, a lot of them got the things they wanted and they're still like disliking the movie. Sure. Which is yeah, it's crazy. It's good. Like this is the first Star Wars movie I've watched where I feel conflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that was a new experience. Um, I don't know how I feel about the whole dyad thing. You know, like it explains the force bond. I'm like, all right, cool. But then at the same time, it felt a little like, okay, let's have them be even more connected. It's like they don't have to be. You know, I mean, it could be just be the force is like trying to balance itself through these two people. Like, why do those two people? personally have to be connected as well um i didn't mind it one way or another i just thought that was a little like oh all right that went over my head completely in the movie yeah i was like yeah okay it was just a like yeah i was like okay cool i guess fine um like i understand that that is what brought palpatine back ultimately i was like all right so they're super strong in the force but together they're super strong in the force okay Mm -hmm. got it all right um so (sighs) <sighs> that goes on. You find out that the final order is a problem. The resistance is like, well, I don't know what to do. Maybe we need to figure this out. Uh, Ray goes back to Ock 2 after finding out that she's a Palpatine. Um, I really like this scene because we got Force Ghost Luke and he learned from episode eight. Like His he felt scene here like was Luke. perfect. Yeah, I agree. He felt like, you know, in episode eight, he kind of like was down on himself and whatever. But episode nine was like, oh, he's Luke again. He's back. And the it guy like from rounded out his, his story arc. I agree. I agree. I really liked when he grabbed the lightsaber because like, Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. I was like, oh, cool. Look at you. Because she's doing what you did. And now you're like, I shouldn't have done that. Let me teach you something. I was like, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's back to give a little lesson from beyond. I love that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I like that Ray was like, I'm doing what you're doing. You know, I was like, oh, cool. You know, so she's making the same mistakes he did so that he can teach her from experience. Because, you know, Yoda Strap says, like, Failures are the biggest teachers. So I'm going to teach you through my failure that we're both wrong by thinking this. Mm -hmm. Um, He lifted the X-Wing up, played the same music from episode five when Yoda did it, thought it was great. Also was conflicted about the scene because one of the wings is his door. So how is it still on the So a lot of people were complaining about that. And Matt Martin briefly addressed this on Twitter, basically saying that there is an answer. Okay. So I don't know if you'll have to dig for that, but... Oh, he didn't say what it was? He, I think he did, and I just forgot what it was, honestly. Okay. Um, ima- there is I an answer, it's though. it's a spare, right? Maybe there's a spare wing that he had, and he used that as the door? He may Maybe. have taken it off his hut. No, it was still there when he gave Le- when he gave Ray uh, Leia's lightsaber. Hmm. We'll have to go back... I- I'll have to go back and find Matt's response because he okay. he actually addressed this. 
Good, 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 good. Because so. that was something that I'm like, wait, what? And I don't even All think right. Matt worked on this movie just to. Got it. Okay, but he would know. But he, yeah. Okay. Because so okay, many people were asking. This was another thing that I loved. We got to see Leia's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And the the flashback scene was probably I don't know for sure, but maybe my favorite scene of the whole movie, because again, Jedi Leia is something I've wanted to see my whole life, and I got to see it, and I like the idea. It's like oh, her last day of training, so it's like no, she was a straight up Jedi, and then she saw that her son was gonna get killed and was like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. And I'm like, all right, that seems like a very Leia decision. I like this. I like that she left the lightsaber behind and was like, you know, I saw a vision that somebody else is going to pick this up. And I was like, oh, that's cool. The Force and Visions and Leia. And yes, please. Um, I really liked that. And Luke was like, you got to take them both. I don't know why, but you got to take them both. So I really liked that. The um, a lot. The article about Billy Lord the other day said that Mark also played Luke there and then they just superimposed his face. What? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. that's. I think that's really special for him and Billy. Yeah, I'm down together, with that. you know, for him to be able to do that with Carrie's daughter. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I'm down. I'm yep. down with that. Um, so I like that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Then she takes Luke's X-wing and goes to Exegol and plots the course behind him. I thought that was cool. Ray flying an X-wing. Ray flying Luke's X-wing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. And then Finn and Poe are like, "Up, oh, she's sending us the way. Let's find it." <laughs> Um, so she goes to Exegol and she's like, let's do this, son. And Palpatine's like, please. Um, so. Wait, did we skip over before that fight with Kylo? I'm confused. We did. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So listen. Let's make this brief. I think I, well, okay. So you were robbed. Listen, we gotta, we gotta, we got. oh man. Wow. Okay. I just fell into a hole. Sorry, guys. Listen. What did you think of this fight? It was really underwhelming. I thought the same. This was, it was just a lot of like really heavy strikes and like I don't know. Maybe I maybe we're spoiled because of the prequels and the lightsaber fights were so good. We are because that, that's what I was expecting. And then yeah, same. She just like stopped fighting and I, I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of like heavy like ugh, and like hitting. There also was almost no music. Yeah. In during the fight, I noticed that my second time. Uh, until it got to the point where, like, toward the end, where it was like, bah, bah, like, Star trek Uh But, yeah, the actual, like, fight fight, there was no music. I was like, oh, strong choice, strong choice. Um, so, listen. <laughs> they built this fight up way too much. They did. They absolutely did. I thought the location was really cool. I thought the giant waves going back and forth and force jump back and forth, I thought it was great. The setting was really cool. The fighting itself, I was like, okay, I mean, it's, it's all right, that's all right. Like, I like the holding the holding the lightsaber with the forest thing. I thought that was kind of cool, but I was like, all right, that's like three seconds of this whole sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark ray stuff, I thought was pretty cool that she got her like cave moment. Um, I don't understand how there's any of the Death Star left after the explosion. Yeah, that I'm still kind of all right. Interesting. Yeah. That's a very strong chair. Um. <laughs> The dagger thing is so stupid. Listen, I agree. I, I like the dagger. I like that it was inscription, but it's weird that it would, unless that dagger was made after the Death Star went down. It, there's zero which, explanation to make this make sense or valuable. Yeah, in my it opinion. doesn't. 
it doesn't make sense um, timeline-wise. I mean, 20 years ago, Ray was born, right? So she was born, like, right after the thing, right? But then the dagger has this little thing that comes out, and it pairs up with the Death Star. So, like, did they go to the Death Star after it had blown up and then held the dagger up and, like, cut it so it looked like that? Like, I don't understand the timeline here. Um, so that I was like, okay, we got our little Goonies moment, you know, with the little one-eyed Willy coin. That was weird. Um, I like the Dark Ray stuff. I thought a neat little, like, oh, here's your future. And she's like, ah, thought that was cool. Um, another very, very pivotal thing for me in this was when Kylo showed up and he was like, uh, cause this is, this will really dive into, um, when he grabs the wayfinder and is like, look at you, like, look at yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I liked this moment a lot because he said something that stuck with me when he says, like, you know, you were so desperate to prove to my mother you were a Jedi, but you've proven something else. And now you can't go back to her just like I can't. That was big. That was very, very big for me. Um, that was a, a very Kylo moment and makes a lot of sense in what happens next. Um, so I did like that. I did that. He's pretty much like, hey, I'm beyond redemption. And by the way, so are you. And the only way you're getting into Exegol is with me. And cracks it. I was like, oh, snap. That was badass. I like that moment a lot. But then they fight. And with the help of Leia, Ray kills Kylo Ren. Which I thought was really cool. Okay. Now... Listen, <laughs> what were your thoughts in this, being that you had the blue lightsaber redemption thing spoiled for you? I had no emotion. I was like, cool, she's going to heal him. We already saw her force heal something, so here we go. Yep. It wasn't so, a shock. Like that, This was so right. boring to me because I knew well, he wasn't dead. Do you think you would feel differently if you hadn't had it spoiled for you, and how differently do you think you would have felt? I think I would have been shocked. I would have been like, whoa, she stabbed him. She did. You know? She did with his own lightsaber. I think I still would have assumed that she would force heal him. But uh-huh. I expect, I mean, I think I could have expected that moment to be way more tragic. And I would have definitely had a way bigger reaction to it. I had zero reaction when it happened. So I would right. have been shocked by it. And I probably would have been like, oh, maybe she's going to heal him and maybe it's not going to work. Or maybe she's going to heal him and she's going to die. Because she did mention something like, didn't she say like when you heal something with a force, it's like you're you're giving part of your life force? Yes. So, you're transferring a life force. I think yeah. in that moment, my head would have been spinning about what's going to happen. And it wasn't spinning because I was like, he's going to live. Because I saw a right. picture of him. Because <laughs> you had that robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Duh. Well. I also didn't like the Leia death thing. Well, here's the thing. I did. So I really liked this whole thing here. Because remember going into it, I was like, okay, if Kylo gets redeemed, I want him to die. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. That's That's what I said, right? So when she killed him, she killed Kylo Ren in this scene, right? This is how I interpreted it. This is, you know artist relative you take what you want from it so when she did that i was like oh what like that was nuts right and then she healed him i was like oh cool all right all right all right and then she was like you know i i wanted to take ben's hand yeah sure but you know you're nothing so she takes his tie fighter and just pieces out so 
This thing with Leia here, I really liked because to me, she redeemed Ben. I feel like she gave her life for her son, right? Which was important because up until that point, Kylo himself believed he was beyond redemption. He straight up says, I can't go back to my mom. He's like, I did what I did. I understand that door is closed. This is who I am because I have no other option. So by Leia appearing to Kylo and saying his name, being like, Ben, you know, like, you're still Ben. You can come home. Like, it was a, it was her redeeming him, right? Because he believed he was beyond redemption in the same way that, like, Vader thought he was beyond redemption, right? And so by Luke getting, like, shocked to death and Vader's looking on and he calls him, you know, like, Father, please help. He's like, okay, you know, you're still my dad. In the same way Leia projects herself across the galaxy to Kylo saying, you're still my son. And then Rey killing Kylo Ren. That combined redeemed Ben Solo for me, right? I was like, okay, all right, all right. Like it was a culmination of Leia giving her life in the same way that Luke gave his life to save the Resistance. Leia gave her life to save her son. And then Ray being like, yeah, I wanted to take Ben's hand. Being like, no, Ben is Ben's still there. And he didn't believe it until that moment when Leia killed herself to save him, right? Um, so bizarre because so, I did not so, take it that way at all. That's how I took it. And that's why I love the scene so much because Kylo was not going to redeem himself because he was digging in. He's like, I'm the supreme leader. I'm about to get an empire. Like he was an actual villain for once. And I was like, all right, cool. But it took his mom, the one person he couldn't kill, because mind you, he is a mass murderer. He's killed so many people. He's killed an unarmed priest in Lor Santeca. He murdered half of Mustafar, it looked like, not even including Hosnian Prime and the other planets he destroyed. Like, he's a monster, right? And, like, that that's, for him, he dug in. You know, he's like, yeah, I've done these things. Like, I don't, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Like, that's who he is, right? That's a choice that he's made up until this point. And for Leia to give her life for him, I believe that redeemed him. I think that showed him to himself that he could be redeemed. Then when Rey pieces out and leaves him, he has this moment with Han Solo, right? Which at first I was like, what is going on? Because he's not a Jedi. He is not a Force Ghost. Like, what is happening? What are we doing here? But then when he says, like, you know, you're just, you're not here. You're just a memory. And he says, yeah, I'm your memory. Again, being like, you're Ben Solo. Like, don't forget who you are, right? Even with all of this. And he's like, yeah, your mom's gone, but what she stood for, like, saying it's not too late for you to choose to be somebody else. And to me, that scene read as Ben acknowledging within himself to redeem himself, right? So Leia gave her life to show Ben Solo the door of, like, you can still do this. And that was him replaying the scene literally word for word from episode 7. You know, and I, I think that was Ben Solo's version of the scene that he wished it had gone that way, but instead Kylo Ren took over and it went the Kylo way. Um, I feel like this scene was Ben redeeming himself, choosing to having had Leia open the door. So he says, you know, and like Kylo, uh, Han straight up says, like, you know, Kylo Ren is dead, right? Ray just killed Kylo Ren over there. You're Ben Solo now. Choose this. It's not too late. Your mother proved with her life that you can come back home, which up until 20 minutes ago, you thought the door was closed forever. It's not. And then he throws his lightsaber, and I was like, oh, I really like this. As somebody who didn't want Ben to get redeemed, and if he did, wanted him to die, I really like this scene. 
That's what great. I didn't like was how he, I don't know how he got to Exegol because if that was like an Imperial timeline Tie Fighter, those don't have hyperdrives. So I don't know how he got to Exegol, uh, but I really like this scene. I know a lot of people did not. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I know you did not. Hmm. Um, We're gonna skip but, over that. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, now, mind you, because you were spoiled of all of it. If you hadn't been, do you think you would have felt differently? Or is I don't know. It would be say? nice to know that. It'd be real nice to know that, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so irritated. I feel so bad. I feel so bad that you had that robbed. Ugh, Whatever. I feel awful. Yeah. Anyway, so. <sighs> Vengeance is on the way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's uh, how that scene felt to me. I did not have it spoiled by horrible human beings. Yeah. Um. So that's what happened. Uh, she goes to Exegol. She sees Palpatine. Um, I don't know what's up with this whole thing with the people. Like, <laughs> what the heck is that? That's I'm so like. So do they just hang out in the dark this whole time? Who are like, they? What are they? Are they? Why are they there? Are they, yeah, the like are they? The, are they the scientists that have been working in the labs? And Palpatine's like, everyone, quick! It's like a surprise party. Take your seats. She'll be here in a minute. Let's all get and matching then just outfits. Chanting. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure your face is. I covered. don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I was like, okay, it's like a theater show, I guess. Like, what is what is happening? So um, yeah, so I'm like, I don't, I don't know what is going on here. Uh, fine, whatever. Um, Palpatine showing up and being like, hey, Empress, get on the throne. I was like, okay, all right, it's still a little okay. <laughs> Annoyed. <laughs> yeah, like what is happening, right? And she's like, I ain't gonna do that. And he goes, oh yeah, well check this out. Um. And then the resistance shows up and they almost all die. And it's like, well, this isn't good. Um, I did like the big moment when, you know, Poe is like, well, all right, I guess we did it. And Lando's like, don't worry, old buddy. And I'm like, oh, snap. And they see just people. Um, I like that. I thought that was cool. Just thousands of ships. By this point in there. the movie. You were asleep. I was so... <laughs> You're in an over it coma. <laughs> that nothing mattered i was just like except for waves. whatever everyone can die and i literally don't care well all right yeah um so that <laughs> that's okay well that's how you feel like that's why i told uh, you so... all the things i liked i can talk about in like less than 15 seconds and then the rest of it right is not good Okay, so. well, uh, you know, Palpatine and Ray <laughs> have this little thing, and then uh, Ben Solo shows up. My first question was how. Well, first uh, of all, Palpatine's like, kill me, don't kill me. Actually, yeah. actually you kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, nobody kill me. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, I like I like when the Sith get, like, ritualistic and magic and, like, what is going on? Like, that's why I like the Night Sisters because I was like, what is happening right now? Like, this is... This is towing the line of, like, Star Wars and whatever this is. You know, like, Mother Talzin was, like, a demon person that could create legs out of nothing. Like, what is going on? So I like when the dark side is a pathway to abilities many consider to be unnatural, except for when you bring someone back to life from nothing. Whatever. Anyway, beside the point, it's a rabbit hole. Uh, I, I thought it was cool that it was ritualistic. It was like, oh, do the sacrifice. I thought it was really dumb that they did the whole, like, you kill me and then I'll go into you. I was like, Really? The clone thing, body hopping, this is what we chose. I was like, Ugh, You know what's the worst dumb. part? What? He somehow magically got a new outfit. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, he why? Address him. <laughs> yeah. So that I was like, uh, all right, whatever. It's whatever. Um, Ben showed up. Uh, I liked the moment with Ben and Ray when he like you know the subtle nods and then the transferring the lightsaber. Yeah, thing. all that was, I was cool. Like, all right. I thought that was really neat. I like seeing Ben Solo. I thought that was cool. Yeah, he was a Jedi loved again. him. He's loved f- him, guys. I liked the fights between Ben and the Knights of Ren and Ray versus the guards better than I liked the Ray versus Kylo fight. Same. I thought that was really cool. Like I think that was the best. Even in the throne room, I liked this better mm-hmm. because they were both of their own merits showing how good they were. It was so cool. You know, like Ray surrounded by and like blocking blaster bolts and throwing them at other people and like oh, she just looks so freaking cool. And then Kylo Ren or Ben Solo fighting all these people. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Um, I really, really liked that a lot. I didn't notice that she healed the scar the first time. Mm -hmm. The second time I didn't. I was like, that's cool. That's really cool. So I like that. And then they show up to Palpatine, raise their lightsabers. He's like, please. And just does a Dementor's kiss on him and starts stealing their life force with his hands. And he's like, oh. Oh. That was pretty crazy. Visually. Yeah, I, I actually, I like that. I thought that was cool that he's like, you don't need to kill me anymore. I can do it myself because you're a dyad. So I got like super juice. And then he looked terrifying when he was like reanimated. I, I was like, it. okay, <laughs> okay. I thought it was cool. So I yucky. liked it. I liked that. It was cool, like but it was like, scary. Like when his when his eyes started lighting up again, I was like, oh, what? And he got a new outfit. Yeah, I was down. I was down with that. Uh, so then he was like, all right, Ben Solo, how about you uh, die again? And then, boop, sent him down a hole. Um, and then he opened the gates and was like, hey, check out all your friends. Now watch this. The sound that that force lightning made was so freaking cool. Just oh. like the gong. That was so cool. Remember, I don't know if we talked about this before the movie, but I'm sure you saw something about there were warning signs up in theater saying hey if you're like a photosensitive viewer there's gonna be a lot of flashing lights in this movie oh really whoa it was intense like i didn't think it was gonna be that much and then when the movie started i was like oh yeah we're getting right into this and that stuff bothers my eyes i don't i don't get like seizures or anything from it but it does hurt my eyes a lot so i had to close my eyes towards the end there because it was just too much it was it was happening okay. so fast that I was like, all right, I'm getting a little sick. Just like kind of, I get like kind of nauseous almost. Not a fan of strobe lights? Yeah, not really. Okay. okay. So, yikes. Well, that just, <laughs> that, just, that just colored it even more for you. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I hate this and now it hurts my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like that lightning bit when you just like, like it reminded me of the seismic charge in episode two. Ugh, like, the thing I nightmares <laughs> of. <laughs> like it was so cool. I was like, oh man. And then he set it up and like took out all the ships. I was like, good Lord. Um, and then we get my favorite part of the whole movie. Because the whole time, Rey is trying to communicate with the Jedi of the past, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's laying there and like she thinks Ben is dead. And then Palpatine is literally frying everybody up in the sky and then she does her whole be with me avatar moment. And then we heard Qui-Gon Jinn's voice. Mm-hmm. Woo! Man, listen. First time I heard it, I didn't hear the rest of the voices. I just started crying. Um, it was crazy. I never heard him because I was listening for Ahsoka. I didn't even hear Ahsoka. <laughs> I heard I heard I literally heard like Obi-Wan being like, Hey, these are your final steps, take them. And then Anakin being like, Hey, Ray, yeah, keep doing it. And then Qui-Gon was like, you can do this. No, he said, every Jedi that ever lived in you is with you now. And I was like, oh, oh. 
yeah, I just, my eyes started watering up and then I heard nothing for the rest of the voices. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that was Qui-Gon. That was Qui-Gon. Oh my God, that was Qui-Gon. And then the second time I was like, oh my God, there's there's three Qui-Gons. So I loved, loved that moment because she stands up and then Kanan is in it. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Ahsoka's in it. Interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, a bunch of Yeah, very and then, interesting, considering she's not a Jedi. Yeah, I know. Well, so what up with that? She's still, I mean, she's not a Jedi in the sense that she doesn't take the title, but she's totally a Jedi. Come on. She lives essentially like a Jedi, going out, helping people, being selfless, like she'd sacrifice herself. She's a Jedi without being called a Jedi. Mm. I mean, come on. We'll we get into that it. another day. <laughs> when we discuss the new she, season of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Ahsoka's more Jedi than most Jedi. Anyway. anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. This moment I thought was really cool. And Palpatine's like, I'm all the Sith. And she's like, well, I'm all the Jedi. Boom. Two lightsabers. Take this. Who'd have thought all Mace Windu needed was two lightsabers instead of one. Which, you know, beside the point. Uh, that was cool. I liked that. But then she died. Again, everybody dies multiple mm. times in this. Um, so she dies, and I was like, cool. When I first saw this, I was like, cool. Because that's what a Jedi does. Like, You really thought Qui-Gon's she was dead? I did, yeah, wow. I did. And I was cool with it. I was cool with it, because that's what they do. Like, Qui-Gon straight up says, to become a Jedi is not an easy challenge. And even if you succeed, it's a difficult life. That's what it is. That's how it ends. Every Jedi, ideally, will spend their life in service of others, and then will give their life for the greater good. That's what. That's why Kanan is one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars, because he he did it. That's a Jedi's job. So at this point, right? you thought both Ben and Ray were dead. I did. And at I this did. point, I was like, I was right, like cool. they haven't kissed yet. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't know that was coming. Right. So I thought Ray died. I was like, okay, good for her. Like she just saved the whole galaxy. She gave her life to eradicate the Sith. Right on. Mm-hmm. Right. She had the help of all the Jedi. She's gonna join them now. Cool. And then Ben showed up, and I was like, oh, good for him. He's still alive. All right, so something's going to happen to him because this isn't good. (laughs) And then he goes, he picks her up, he uses the Force to heal her and literally give his life for her, right? It was like a Naruto moment uh, where she died. He brought her back, but it cost him his life. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with this because he gave his life for somebody else. That's how this works. That's the most Jedi thing he could have done. Like, out of anything he's ever done in his entire life, Ben Solo was a Jedi at that moment right there when he gave his life for Rey. And I was like, all right, I'm down with this. I'm really down with this. Like, I was very happy with how that came out because I wanted him to die. Not maliciously, but I was like, okay, cool. And this wasn't, I didn't even see this as him, like, dying, dying. I saw this as, like, he gave his life for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't look at, I don't look at, like, Kanan and get, like, super depressed and sad. I look at the people that he just gave his life for and he saved them. You know what I mean? I see Kanan as like a hero, as a Jedi, as what he should, as what a Jedi should be. The model Jedi is Kanan Jars. And at that moment, I felt the same way about Ben Solo. I was like, well done. Well done. You'd made the most Jedi decision you could have possibly made here. So I was down with it. But then she came back and I was like, all right, cool. And then they got their kiss and I was like, all right, okay. This <laughs> Okay, so I let th- me tell you about the guy next to me in the theater. Oh, yeah, so what do you do? it was so oh, quiet no. that you could literally hear a pin drop and clearly I knew that this was going to happen. And the guy next right. to me was with his kid and his wife. And when uh-huh. they kissed, the dude just looks at his wife and goes, 
what? And then he goes, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> that was it. That's hilarious. It was so funny. I was like, dude, I don't even think you've ever heard of Raylo. Like, <laughs> right. He was so thrown off guard. I don't think he had ever expected that to happen. That's so funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I. this was another moment that felt so fanservice-y to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when this happened, I was like, oh, all right. Like, I felt the same way for this that I did with, like, everything else that was like, oh, okay, yep, this is just giving the fans what they want. You know, it seemed pretty, to me, it seemed very unnatural. I'm like, okay, got it. You know, I get it's an emotional moment, but, like, all right. You know, it just didn't feel, I don't know. Well, I'm I think not, I'm you not and a, I have always been on the same page, and this is a very different opinion than a lot of our friends but we don't yeah. see the romantic connection between them we see a connection yeah but we don't like see it should a, be... the romance and so when this happened it to me right. it was like it doesn't make sense and i know so many people disagree with me it's i fine. agree but yeah. to me it I'm just with is I'm with so you. odd feeling because i don't see the, the lead up to it and i know I'm i totally agree so different than most people on that but that's just how i feel that's why we're here that's yeah why we're here. i agree with you I totally agree with you because it's it just like, I mean, he straight up like mentally tortured her in seven and then told her she was nobody and nothing in episode eight. But it's like, oh, no, it's cool now. <laughs> like, all right. You know, different opinions, different strokes, different folks. I get it. But I'm with you on this. It felt kind of shoehorned. felt like, all right, well, let's just give the people what they want. I just think the attraction between felt. Anakin and Padme and Han and Leia is so different. Yeah, well, they didn't torture each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like even aside from know. that, it's like, to me, th- there is a chemistry. literal chemistry and attraction there. And with Ray and Ben, it's, I just don't see it. I don't, I agree. Weird. I see it more with, uh, like, Ray and Finn. They, like, genuinely care about each other. And when they're across the galaxy on different missions, they're thinking about each other. Like, I don't know. I think that's more so on Finn's part than, than Ray, yeah. in my opinion. Sure. I, I thought Ray that until really episode cares. eight. I th- I thought that until episode eight when Ray kept asking Chewie to check on Finn. Mm. Like, is Finn okay? How's he doing? And like, when she goes to meet Kyle, I was like, if you see Finn, tell him this. Mm. You know, like they seem to have that. I found out after watching episode nine, Monique was hardcore. Like, Ray and Finn need to be together. Really? Oh yeah, she is not for. <laughs> Interesting. The, the Ray little bits. I was like, huh? She's like, yeah. She's like, what? What is going on here? Um, but yeah, so that moment I was like, all right, they kissed. Cool. And then he died. And I was like, whoa. All right. Which was probably another reason why I thought the kiss felt kind of shoehorned in because like he gave his life for her and then they had just enough time to kiss and then he died. I was like, he should have just died when she came back. But you know, I get it. I get it. You gotta, gotta put it in there. Um, which is fine. It's fine. It is what it is. Um, I think, uh, the major issue that I have here is the lack of, time to breathe and understand what just happened after he dies and i don't know it was just so rushed and even when ray goes back to the base you know she's clearly so emotional and we know what happens it's just like return of the jedi when luke comes back and he knows that he just experienced the last moment with his father and Everybody yep. else happy is happy that they won. It's the same scenario. But I think in Return of the Jedi, I was just so happy at the end of that movie. And this one, I was like, this this joyful, huggy celebration at the end here isn't even happy to me. It just felt awkward. Okay. Because Ben died? I don't know. I just 
Ray was just like in some weird trance and well she did just die and then come back to life yeah i don't know it was just you know, you'd bizarre. be a little I, honestly you'd be a little foggy this is why i literally had no feelings like halfway into this movie i was so over it and so i can't even describe sure well you knew happened. it was all coming yeah you know like you didn't you didn't get to watch a movie no. you got to watch things come that you knew were coming right and at this point i was like cool chewbacca's about to get his medal <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you got robbed of the entire movie-going experience, yeah. which is infuriating. Lame. The only time I got yeah. um, really emotional was when Chewbacca found out that Leia had oh, died. Yeah, I, I I cried. It got me. It got me real good. I wasn't streaming tears, but I my eyes welled up, and that same. was about as emotional as I got. Yeah, I was same. I was same. I think the only time, like, yeah. I don't think tears fell anytime, but I got, eyes got real full uh, at that point, because you know relatable. And then when I heard Qui Gon's voice, that got me real good. And then the Han Solo scene actually got me. I wish that had gotten me. That got me pretty good. I would have I lost actually, it. W- when you told me that that was spoiled for you, that was the biggest heartbreak yeah. for all of it. From everything that was spoiled for you, when you told me that, that's what, and I was like, yeah, man, if I could like get away with assault <laughs> you know <laughs> that would have been the most amazing thing for me to experience because i've said this before the amount of heartbreak that i felt when han died in episode seven felt like losing someone yeah. in real life if not worse I understand. <laughs> so I understand. being able to to experience that uh genuinely would have been really nice but people yeah. suck so we get this celebration. Everyone's like, hey, we're still alive. Cool, 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 cool. And then we get a little last scene um, with Ray on Tatooine. <laughs> and, uh, it's so stupid. well, she goes back to the homestead and she buries the lightsabers just because. Um, and then someone asks her her name. I'm so over this. So you knew this was coming? Um, I don't think I knew this was coming. I knew that um, Luke and Leia had force ghosts on Tatooine. Okay. Okay. I don't think I knew. Cool. I don't think I knew that she was going to say she was a Skywalker. Okay. How do you feel about it? It's so dumb. Yeah. I hate Would it. Would you prefer her had stayed Ray Palpatine? No, just say you're Ray. Period. Yeah. That's your that's name. Fair. Your name is Ray. <laughs> yeah. I'm also yeah. sick of people asking for your last name. Never in my life have someone has someone asked me, <laughs> What's your name? I'm Savannah. But what's your last name? Never yeah. in my life has someone asked me that. It's so stupid. And yeah, honestly, I- I don't feel like it makes any sense for her to take the Skywalker name if she's going to take a name, which she doesn't need to. Leia right. was technically her master. Why aren't you an Organa? If she was a a master slash motherly figure to you in the last year of your life. I don't know, dude. It's so annoying that they did this. I know some people that love it. And I'm yeah. genuinely shocked. I'm just like, how could you love this? <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> uh, I don't really feel strongly one way or another. Because, you know, Luke had that moment. He's like, there are things that are stronger than blood. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Um, I think this kind of, 
I think this movie, this is another thing in the pile of like give the fans what they want because everyone speculated so heavily after episode seven of like who will raise parents. Remember Rogue One came out? We're like, maybe Jen's her mom. Like everyone is Ray's mom. You know what I mean? I'm like, it doesn't matter. But like everyone made it matter so much. You know, like that, that was one thing that uh, when, when I was at the round table, um, they talked about like, you know, every director kind of gets to bring their own thing of what they want to do within the confines of the current track that they're on to some extent. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where that track went with this movie, but beside the point, um, one of the things that they talked about was in episode seven, they brought up the Knights of Ren and it like seemed like a big deal, you know, master of the Knights of Ren, you've got the Knights of Ren. And in episode eight, they didn't even talk about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Ryan wasn't interested in them. He was interested in the characters and Ray and Finn and Poe and, and Rose and like diving into them. So they didn't even get addressed. JJ cared about the Knights of Ren. So they brought them back in episode nine and they did nothing. And all they did was, no, they just stood around looking cool. And then wasted fought time. Ben Solo. Yeah. Wasted time. You in know, space. so like, yeah. So I, I imagine the reason we probably got this whole name thing is because the fans were like, who is she? What is her name? Like, wait. And then in episode nine, the, oh, well, the fans really want to know her last name. Let's let's have it be something. It's like, they said she was no one. <gasps> what if she's a Palpatine? Oh, they'd hate that. What if she ends up a Skywalker? It's like, who cares? That's the worst part you know about I mean? this trilogy is they kept wanting to please. <laughs> I can't yeah, even speak. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I think that's the biggest flub of this trilogy was, with the exception of episode eight, I feel like episode eight, Ryan just did whatever the hell he wanted. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't I understand that when that movie yeah. came out, and now I'm like, good for you, dude. Finally. My God, it's been years. <laughs> I've been trying to get you on this boat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are. And so, yeah, it's... Overall, I really liked the movie. I did. I liked a lot of it. I loved a lot of it. The only thing I genuinely hated was the Ray Palpatine thing. Everything else was like, all right. Like when she said Ray Skywalker, I was like, all right. I'm not a fan of her lightsaber at all. At all. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, it's yellow, fine. Like I've always liked what George Lucas said. You know, the good guys get blue and green and the bad guy gets red. Cool. And then Mace Windu gets a purple. Keep it simple. That's all we need. I like that. I like it like that. Um, so when it was yellow, I was like, all right, fine, I guess. Cool. Um, the fact that her staff became the lightsaber hilt i was like okay this is another fan servicey kind of thing because mm-hmm. people were always talking about how her staff looked like darth maul's emitter mm-hmm. like, oh it kind of looks like a lightsaber what if it turns into a lightsaber and they're like what if it does turn into a lightsaber i was like guys come on just have her build her own like she could she's great at everything just have her find scrap metal and make a really cool design but instead they're like nah what if her staff is it i'm like all right feels like a wasted opportunity um so there was that um so the whole Finn, I gotta tell you something. Stupid. Yeah, I wasn't into that. Um, because what? so we're gonna introduce like that, him as being force sensitive now, in the which final is crazy. hour. Why? Yeah, <laughs> there were no seeds for any of that. What it was, was just the like point of that. <sighs> I don't know. I wish he was gonna like tell her his true feelings. I feel like, like that, that was JJ trying to be like, "Hey, you know, we've made it really clear that you can only be force sensitive if you are from the, you know, very important lineage." Oh, but let's throw in Finn just to like break that up a bit and make you guys still think that anyone can be force sensitive. Yeah. Like, I I feel like making Finn force sensitive was the the attempted for uh, the attempted course correction from cuz Ray was no one and Ray symbolized that you can come from nowhere and be a powerful Jedi, right? 
But then by making her a Palpatine, you're like, oh, well, crap, we got to go back and make sure somebody that comes from nothing is forced to... Uh, Finn! Let's Finn do Finn! Finn is our broom boy. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, that's... What are we doing here? Like, why couldn't Ray just continue to be But wait, we'll find out that Finn is somehow related to Mace Windu, and that's why he's a Jedi. That's what will happen in episode 10. Because let me tell you what, episodes 10, 11, and 12 are definitely going to happen. No, they can't, 100%. Right? This... If you don't agree with that, you're in denial. I'm in denial. You are. I don't want it. You're I, telling well, me uh, nobody's going to find those lightsabers and there's never going to be another evil in the galaxy. Well, and they're not going to tell us more about Rey and what she's doing. And you're crazy. You're crazy. I... Well, that's not the first time. I've been called worse. <laughs> the thing is, I don't mind more Star Wars stories taking place after episode nine. I just don't want them to be around these characters. Same. I don't want them to be a galaxy-saving adventure. Just have it be like, oh, well, the crime syndicates are pretty crazy. We should probably try to just survive. Same. You know? Yeah, and like, don't give us the cool. characters that we ha- have been told this is the end of their story. When yeah, clearly you didn't end their story. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. That that was my so that was my one of my biggest criticisms of this thing is like, you know, this last one, it's the last one, it's the end. It did not feel like the end at all. I left it being like, Okay, cool, I'm ready to find out that Jana is Lando's. I'm ready to find out what Ray's next adventures are. That's not an ending feeling. I don't feel like I'm putting the book up. I feel like I'm going to these side books that are the same thing. It's just continued. I don't want it to continue. I love I loved episode six because it was the end of the book, put it on the shelf, boom, there it is. Uh, I did not feel that with this. Yeah. I still really like the movie, but it did not feel like an ending at all for me. Because it's not. No. And I, I I, understand the like ceremonial kind of cool thing about burying the lightsabers, but like, dude, keep them. Yeah, what was and the... Like, I don't get what the point of that was. It's like, cool, let me put it out in the open for someone to one day discover and they'll go into the wrong hands. And I, I saw this right. hilarious tweet that I was like, smash that like button because someone was like so you're telling me that Jawas don't have metal detectors and won't be over there in like 10 minutes and I was like you're right <laughs> I never thought about that I was like that's so gonna happen yeah I mean it's, it's the other thing is like I get it's cool like I thought it was neat you know the ritualistic side of it and like let's bury these for all of time and like you know the story that was like the attempt at an ending I think you know what I mean like here we're gonna bury this and that's the end but not because Ray is a Skywalker, uh, which you know I'm I'm cool with adopting the mantra and like okay the mantle of it and being like okay I'm gonna carry on this legacy into the future. But now I'm like okay well, well what next? I don't want to feel like I want more mm-hmm. at the end of it. I want to feel like we're done. I want to know what the original ending was you know? because that's not it. I don't even know if they had an original. Ending. They did. Like, that's the thing. They, they sh- like Brian, <laughs> that ending is so reshot. Something else was supposed yeah. to be there. And that's not oh, what like we got. In episode nine? Yes. Like <laughs> That's not how really? the movie it's... was supposed to end, clearly. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. I don't really trust any rumors ever. So No, there is actual evidence out there. We will get into that after the show. Because this oh, could be another three hours. Oh boy. Trust so me, that's not how the movie at... was supposed to end. So how do you feel about the sequel trilogy now as a whole? Sucks. Okay. And it was well, completely unnecessary and I had attachments to these new characters in the beginning and now I literally don't care. Okay. I don't ever want to see Ray again. Wow. Yeah. Do you think you would feel differently had you not been spoiled? No. Obviously we can't know for no, sure. No, because she's still a Palpatine. No? 
Had she okay, not been a was... Palpatine, potentially I would like her character. So that that was the 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 end all be all. Her being a Palpatine, that was her like, being anybody. This character's her her okay. not having her own identity. her own identity and her own story. Her story sucked, guys. Like, well, ugh. all right. I disagree, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> she defeated yeah. a guy that shouldn't have come back in the first place. That's She's true. She's attached to him. Her power comes from some nasty raisin. Well, yeah. I mean, the same could be said about Luke and Leia being the kids of Darth Vader. I've never said that they're my favorite characters. That's true. So I don't care who they That's are. That's true. <laughs> well, okay. All right. I love Han Solo. That's true. That's true. You do love Han Solo. And you had that robbed from me. So I'm just, God, I just feel so bad. Whatever. One day something awesome will happen in Star Wars and I can (laughs) spoil it for those people and they'll get their payback. There you go. There you go. Get them. I, uh, yeah. Overall, I mean, I, yeah, I do feel like this whole trilogy was unnecessary because six ended perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, up until now, I did not feel like it was a cash grab because a lot of people say that, and I think that's very cynical. Um, I do feel like this movie was made by the fans, you know, and I, I'm not really into that. The trilogy as a whole, I still love the characters. I stand by what I said. I did not. Episode 7 is the only Star Wars movie I don't love. I love the characters. I don't love the movie. I like the movie. It's okay. It's 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 all right. Okay. Um. Episode 8, I really, really loved. I thought it was great. Episode 9, I loved the character stuff. I loved Ray. I loved that. Pretty, a majority of things that I really wanted going into this movie, I got. I got Leia training Ray. I got Ray being a badass Jedi. I got some cool creatures, even though they were underused, criminally so, in my opinion. I got to see a lot of what I wanted to see. I got to see Force Ghost Luke. I got to hear Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, a lot of these things were packed for me. I got... Kylo Ren to get redeemed, or Ben Solo to get redeemed, and then give his life for somebody else. He became a Jedi in that moment. I got all these things that I wanted. I hated Ray Palpatine. <laughs> hated. Like, Agent Kolar level, guys. But, that didn't compare to all the things that I loved. You know, I didn't like the whole Finn Force-sensitive thing. Like, it makes no sense. And I didn't, I didn't like little things that, like things that didn't make sense. I'm like, okay, well, what about that? Like, I don't, I don't understand this at all, and I don't understand that at all. Like, those are gripes I have. But the things that I loved, I loved so much that they overshadowed it. Um, the trilogy as a whole, at the end of it, I do really love Ray. I, I think, I think I've compartmentalized it in my head that, like, I mean, is she a Palpatine though? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I think I hate it so much that. I can kind of step it to the side and just not acknowledge it. Yeah. Because Ray doesn't acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like she did for this movie, but then by the end she's like, you know what? No, that doesn't exist anymore. We're done. I'm just going to leave that in the sands of time. Uh, so I think that makes me feel better about it. I, I'm i bummed out because it's not an ending. That's my biggest critique. And that that's the thing that kind of did the most f- like letting down for me. Mm-hmm. was that I did not walk out feeling satisfied at all because it didn't feel like it was done. Mm-hmm. To which I'm like, well, then what's the point? Why have the sequel trilogy if you're not going to actually end the story that you already ended before? Um, but overall, I mean, it was okay. It's my least favorite trilogy, obviously. 
Um, but I still, I thought the technical sides of it, I thought the effects, the sound, the costume design, I thought that was all really, really cool. I wish Rey actually got like a cool Jedi costume instead of the same thing all the time. But beside the point. I wish uh, she had gotten a cool story. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> How do you really feel, though? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I liked her story a lot. I liked that she became a Jedi. I I wasn't a big fan of everybody dying like four times in this movie. I was like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And that's the thing. This movie, I don't understand what the rewatch value is. Uh, Well, the first time, I actually watched it the second time. So I'd say that's a rewatch thing. And there's little things that they that you can pick up on, like Ben Solo's scar being healed. I didn't pick that up the first time. Like little subtle things are worth the rewatch, but I don't know. It's it's a uh, yeah. I know, I know. Overall, I really liked it. I did the trilogy overall. I thought was okay. Um, I really like the characters. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yep. I've said what yep, I've yep, said, yep. and I'm not going to say anymore. I, Otherwise, I'll know, just start cursing, and I don't want to do that on the show. Another, <laughs> we'll wait till we're done. Another thing I really liked <laughs> was uh, so Ben Solo disappeared, mm-hmm. right? Which I was like, okay, I didn't know that was an option. But then I remembered that uh, George Lucas one time somebody asked how Anakin was able to get redeemed after all this. It's like, all right, he redeemed so, but how did he come back as a Force ghost type thing? Um, and George Lucas' response was he had help from the other side. Um, I like that. I like the idea that, like, that's why Leia stuck around was so she can kind of lead Ben to peace, you know, because they disappeared at the same time. Um, we'll see him cool. again. We shall. Eh, okay. I'd put money on that. Not... I would bet, like, $1,000 on that. I'm not opposed to that. It, it, like in I didn't say form, I want like that. I just said we will. <laughs> yeah, I'm not opposed because I would be a hypocrite if I said that I wanted to see Anakin come back, but not Ben. Yo. Why didn't we get an Anakin were... Force ghost? I agree That's with that. That's the biggest... 1,000%. I agree with that. I wish we would have gotten all the Force ghosts. Like, personally... You know what I mean? Cause I love Han like Solo. they're all with her. But I would have preferred to have seen Anakin in Han Solo's place because... This is the dude that Kylo thought he was talking to the whole time, trying to please, trying to be like, trying to finish what he started. And it, I think it would have been so impactful if Anakin had showed up and been like, bro, you're not doing what I wanted you to do or whatever, you know, like had some sort of emotional right. weight there. That was a big miss. And I was like yeah. 100% on board. Or, yeah, we'll totally see if Force goes Anakin because guess what? Star Wars is Anakin's story. What the That's heck? true. I agree. It, Star Wars is Anakin's story from one to six. Not anymore. Like that's true. The, the Star Wars saga is not the story of Anakin Skywalker, in my opinion. No, I agree. Well, not anymore. Sixty percent of it is. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. No, I I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. It, I mean, I understand in the context of Kylo slash Ben, like it had to be Han because he had to forgive himself, and he doesn't know Anakin. You know, he knows of Vader. And he knows his father, obviously, but he had to forgive himself after Leia forgave him and showed him the door for what he did specifically. But I, yeah, I, I, I think that is a huge swing and a miss not having Anakin's Force Ghost be there at the end, or all of them. Like, how cool would it have been if all the Force Ghosts were there looking back at her? No, I would have loved at that. The, at the, like the last shot. But it's like, same because and, and that would have been the difficult. Jedi live in her you now. have to get all those people there. Blah blah blah. But it, is it really that yep. difficult to get 
one person as a force ghost? Right. What? If you've got like a hundred million dollars, guys, come, come on. on. Come on. All you need is one day to get all these actors in to just stand there while you get a reaction shot. It takes 10 seconds. Boom. You're good. Pay everyone. Like, I agree. That was a to- that that would have made it feel more like an ending. If it was everybody, like, okay, we're all here. Like, that's why the last shot of episode six is probably my favorite last shot in all mm-hmm. of Star Wars, with all of them partying mm-hmm. and like, hey, we're all here. We did and it. And we did. Yeah. But instead, it ended with, like, you know, just Ray being like, I'm a Skywalker now. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no doubt she's mm. going to have some crazy cool adventures in the future, but, like, I shouldn't feel that way. I should feel like, ah, the book is closed. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Nope. But overall, I really liked it. <laughs> all it's that being said, to me that you liked it after saying all of that, I did. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I'm conflicted. I have both sides it living really inside of me. It. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I do, and I've seen it three times, and I like it more every time. And the thing that I noticed my third watch is I loved everything until the rape Palpatine. Mm. Like as I'm watching, I'm like, man, I'm so into all of this. I think this is great. I love the fast pace. I love the going to Posada, the Lando, like Chewie's up there. We got to go get him. Like I loved it. The second Ray Palpatine happened, I was like, what is going on? And then it was coming to terms with that. And then with the redemption, I was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm into. Like I loved so much of it that the things that I disliked and the thing that I hated didn't stand a chance against it. You know what I mean? Like, out of 100 things, there's one thing I hated. There's maybe 10 or 15 things that I was like, I don't really like that at all. But then that still leaves the other percentage of I really liked it. So it's tough. It's tough because I'm conflicted. I can't be like, throw the baby out with the bathwater with this one, you know, which is a new experience with me. So I, I thought know. I had it's experienced a, this. It's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did not, my friend. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. So that and that's another reason like why I I haven't said anything publicly about this movie. You know, I saved it for this because I would be agreeing and disagreeing with literally everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like I I I I love the Treebeard quote from Lord of the Rings when he's like I'm not on anybody's side because nobody is on my side. That's how I live my life. And the fandom has furthermore proved that. So it's like, I don't know, this movie is a uh, it's a lot. That's how I describe it. People are like, what do you think of episode nine? I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of everything. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of emotions, a lot of not emotions. Just, it's a weird one. It's not how I expected to feel after the end of the Skywalker saga. Quote, no, unquote. same. That's the, at all. the most annoying part is it, it just did not serve a purpose at all. Yeah. And I, I feel, feel like, like having like a satisfying you... ending is really not... The most difficult part of all of this. Yeah. They had room to have I bumps mean, in the road, and then they just need to make it happy at the true. ending, and I don't really think we got that. I feel like it's when you go to a restaurant, and like you see a burger on the menu, and you're like, that looks really good. So then you order it, and you get it, and you're like, huh, okay. And then you eat it, and you're like, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like... I don't know. I was expecting something a lot Like more. when I ordered the Impossible good. Burger from White Castle at Celebration Chicago and almost cried in my hotel room because it wasn't real meat. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Or like... Yeah, you know, it's the when same we, feeling, when guys. Rage. Yeah. It's like... 
Well, it's like it's like when you're waiting in line and you're like, all right, I'll get a hamburger. They're like, hold on one second, and then they give away your last hamburger, and you're like, I'll get a hot dog. And you're like, I mean, the hot dog's good, but like, I kind of wish I got a hamburger. You were unfazed you know I mean? by that, though. I was raging in yeah. my hotel room because I ordered <laughs> real burgers, and they sent me fake burgers, and they tasted not yeah. like real burgers. And it was my birthday. It was. How dare they? Happy, happy birthday, Savannah. Here's some fake meat. <laughs> That you didn't even yeah, order. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You did oh, not. Oh, jeez. Well, on that note. On that note. That's that's Star how Wars we feel, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Thank God we have the Clone Wars next month. Otherwise, you would never hear from me again. Yes, we would. I'd just drag you through the mud for another year and I don't a half. Know. And you'd be like, all right, we should podcast again. I don't know. I'm pumped for the Clone Wars. It's okay, guys. I'm ending this I'm on a high note. Help me. I'm pumped for the Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah. Pumped for Kenobi. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> Season two of Mando next yeah. year. Woo woo. This year. This year. I know. It's a lot to... It's a lot to be excited about, guys. Yeah, so let's you know? just forget about the sequel trilogy and move on. No, 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 <laughs> no. You know, just remember, you know, that's that's how we win. It's not by fighting what we hate. I'm it's not fighting it. I'm love. just putting it in a corner. I know. I that's know. totally that's okay. different than okay. fighting something. Yeah, that is Choosing true. Choosing to ignore something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, people did that to the prequels for a very long time. So it is a tried and true method fine. of a Star Wars fan. I don't want to be like one of those prequel <laughs> fans that hates on the prequels until the day they die. I don't want to be That's hating true. on the sequel trilogy no. until the day I die. I'm probably just going to ignore it. I've done that pretty That's well true. for The I Last like... Jedi over the last couple years by just ignoring it I like and not speaking I like your it. strategy. And look what happened. Now you like it more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll get through it. Yeah, we'll we'll be all we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I mean, assuming we still have listeners after this, I bet they're all gone. I bet they're all gone. I'm just living okay. in. We've got each we we've got each other, Savannah. This is all we. I need. think I'm just starting to realize I need to stop putting so much emotional weight into these <laughs> stupid things and care about things that actually matter. And see, that's not possible for me because this does matter to me. It matters to me too, I'm but I think I need to let go of that in the future. And be Star like, Wars. whatever, it's a movie. You're still holding on. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. No, just kidding. Don't let go. Keep it up. Just you know, pick your battles. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll always have episodes one through six. <laughs> Brian, we'll like always these, have each have other. We'll always have each we other. Can fight That's about right. anything. That's it all that matters. Have to yeah. be Star Wars. That's right. Yeah, we should just pick stuff and argue. What's your favorite food? Right? Uh, steak and sweet potato. Gross. How about you? Pizza. <laughs> 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 and we're back. <laughs> oh, geez. Good times. Good times. We did it. And probably, did. I think this is the longest Dorky Diva show ever. No, it's definitely not. Have we done longer? Yeah, we've done like a three-hour show before. What? Yeah. One of our wow. people episodes was that long. That's why Go we had to start us. splitting them, I remember. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah you know go, go, us. go us. Look at us. We're killing it. Hey. Guys, next time we record, we are going to talk about The Last Jedi. I know. By her request, guys. Listen, this movie yeah. did some serious damage to Savannah. She wants to go back and talk about how much she liked episode eight. Yeah. I know. I know. Crazy Isn't that times. wild? Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm living on another universe right now. You and me both. 
Man. You know how weird it is to have a phone call from you being like, hey, I really want to talk about episode eight because I like it now. I'm like, what? Who are you and what have you done with my best friend? So we'll see how it goes. Someone we'll murdered see how me. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> my soul. <laughs> let you know. They probably had to fight for it, so good on them. His name is Palpatine. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Anyways. We'll get through this. We'll get through it. We're all right. We got each other. We got the listeners. We got celebration coming up. Like what you like, people. Yeah. Dislike what you dislike in your own time. We don't care. <laughs> we don't. We don't at all. We don't care. Uh, all right, Brian. Where can people find yes. you online? People can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere facebook twitter instagram patreon all that good stuff uh jedi brian is there check out the interesting podcast uh on itunes spotify soundcloud anywhere podcasts are found uh i've talked to a lot of creature buddies might be more coming in the future just saying so check those out um i'd appreciate it where can people find you online you can find me everywhere at the dorky diva where i post about my dog and food that i make and Mm -hmm things that's right snow and hikes mm-hmm. and, and activities. things that are not star wars related sometimes so if you're a little tired of star wars me too get out of here me. Oh. <laughs> we said two different things um <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a discord channel where we've been yes. discussing all kinds of things it's been popping over the last couple of days thanks to a couple of our new members yeah. Um, it's been a really fun place for people to talk about all things Star Wars related in a very friendly environment. I tell people I hate things. Brian tells people he loves things. And somehow everybody's cool with it. So come yeah. join us. Yeah. If you want to join our Discord channel, just send me a DM or an email at dorkydivashow at gmail.com. And I will add you. It's super easy. Um, yep. It's a good time over there. It is. And Secret Project is coming along, by the Secret way. Secret Project is coming along, like, huge strides. Yeah. Brian Very is exciting. killing it. Trying my best here. Yeah. So, um, we need to do some Patreon-exclusive episodes soon, so we will yep. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's coming. That's One coming, day guys. we'll finish the Vader comics in One 10 day. years. <laughs> yep, yep. Then maybe we'll do the Rise of Kylo Ren. No. <laughs> No, I'm going to X that right now. Don't get, and nobody get your hopes up for that because I'm not saying yes to that. Uh, You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the dorky diva. And we want to thank all of our patrons. And those people are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Brian, Shaney. Welcome to the club, Shaney. She's new. Shaney, what's up? Welcome to our club. She's a really cool uh, fan of the Dark Crystal as well. Oh, sweet. We love her. And she's great. So thanks for joining us and supporting yes. us on Patreon. Uh, also, we also want to thank. Oh, shut up. <laughs> we also want to thank Chris, <laughs> Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Justin, Katie, Samir, Sheree, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. For real, guys. So much. For real. Why do you support us? I know you guys are so dumb. But thank you. Don't call them dumb. <laughs> we need them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely not. No, you guys, you guys are sp- so smart. <laughs> so smart. You guys are the smartest patrons ever. You have terrible judgment in how you decide to support people. But hey, we're okay with that. Because arms, arms for the poor. You know? 
You Where else are you going to get Disney Robin Hood references? Never. Oh. Nowhere. nowhere. You want to hear the best news ever? Yes. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. Wait, wait, you wait. You don't wait, even wait, know wait. what I'm going to say. Yet. Nope, I'm not ready. Hold on. Wait. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm not ready. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are getting <gasps> a new season of The Clone Wars in a month. What? What? That's crazy. Then I've never heard this before right now. What? Wow. That's, that's, that is good news. Heck that yeah. That is good news. If people ask me what good news was, I would say that. It is uh, premiering on February 17th, which is the day after my husband's birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Sean. We're going to have a big party. And by yeah. party, I mean the two of us will be in our pajamas watching the Clone Wars. Yeah, and Sean will be there too. <laughs> uh, we'll have an across, across the country party. Done. Those are the best kind in my experience. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Every now and then I, I get some zingers. <laughs> Literally could not be more excited for the Clone Wars. And it's going to be cool. We are definitely going to find the time to do weekly reviews because. Oh, are we now? I mean, I hope so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll believe it when I hear it, guys. Yeah, we'll have to see. My work schedule we'll just got real crazy. And yeah, we'll, we'll review them. For sure. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to be on like cloud 900. I'm going to be like, yeah, we got to talk about this. It's good that they're airing yeah. on Mondays. I'm, I'm assuming they'll all on be on Mondays. Mondays. Oh, okay. The first one's notice. on a Monday. So if they're oh. all on a Monday, that works out well for me. Okay. Because Tuesday mornings are usually good to record. That's true. That's true. Whereas, you know, Friday, I didn't see the episode until the evening for The Mandalorian. Right. And then on the weekends, I was usually busy. and. That's true. That's true. So. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I'm we're so gonna pumped. we're gonna keep talking about Star Wars here, guys. Woo! Cause cause we like it. Still. Yeah. I and like on that it a note. Lot. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Until next time, where we'll be talking about the Last Jedi. May yeah. the force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels. Mm-hmm.